Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and showcasing members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is so good to be back. And I'm joined, of course, by two of my favorite people. Mike Lowe, how are you doing tonight? Yo, what's up, big Nate? Hey, I'm doing great, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's good to see you. I'm glad you're doing well. And Hydra, looks like you're getting eaten alive in that I amazing uh, Born to be Wild toque. Toque? Am I saying that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, toque. That is the correct uh, Canadian term. <laughs> toque. Okay. And, uh, of course, um, very happy to welcome back lore master extraordinaire Goliath the Dwarf. It's good to see you. Yo, Thank yo. You. It's I'm always love uh, back on these things. Yeah, it's always happy to have you. I get so excited for these. Like it's such a story. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel a little bit bad for the people who play with the cards and don't mm-hmm. know kind of the story behind some of them. And some of the characters are like have such a major impact in the WoW and Warcraft lore mm-hmm. that like. Could you imagine you're you play Sylvanas right, and you're just playing. Um, I don't know. It's like, oh, hey, this is a cool card with the neat effect, but you have no idea, like the whole history there. Like, it's a yeah. huge story, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I it, it just it's, and so this is an interesting set. I think um, there's definitely some lore here, and as we kind of explore it, it's um, I don't know, a little bit uh, different than some of the other ones because this is a smaller yeah. part in WoW, like a. But I don't know, at least for me personally, as I started digging in, it was like, you know, there's actually quite a bit here. And I'm always impressed where um, the the artists take their inspiration from World of Warcraft. Yeah. And when you compare the game screenshots to the cards, they're like spot on. I mean, they did such a good job. And so uh, tonight we'll be covering the lore behind Darkmoon Fair. And then at the end of it, uh, topping things off with looking at um, this progression system when you uh, reach level 50 and you can unlock one of the portraits, uh, there's actually a, a kind of a neat thing here um, with the uh, the armor that they're all wearing in the portraits and how that relates to World of Warcraft as well. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways... Uh, Let's see. Hey, real quick. Yeah, of um, course. I just want to say uh, I expected this to happen in December, but it's been three months, almost four. Let's pretend it's December. I I appreciate Goliath being here. Um, excuse my brain. I forget initially where I, where we met. What Discord was that? We initially met. I believe you contacted me from the Alpha Chord server, which currently uh, no longer so, exists. So, <laughs> so 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 this is beautiful. Because I have in my, you know, how was my week? I have some things coming up. So uh, with that, I'm glad that I was able to have the foresight because I saw you posting in there. I got nothing like knowledgeable or anything to know about the game lore wise. And it doesn't interest me. 
to take my time to go research it, but the way this show puts the episodes together, mm-hmm. after the last show, like the first three weeks, all I did was play cards that said Berov because the story you told me about how <laughs> they were the family. Keltazar came to the hood, like, yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Swindled them. And then, like, just that story right there, I played um, Jandis, uh, Lord Berov, and um, Alusia. Just because of their family, like I'm glad, I'm glad right, it right? enhanced you. your game so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I want to tell you this one of the one of the things where you know a lot of the time the story may or may not impact the game itself, but in those instances where they program in special interactions between cards or characters, whether it's the hero skins or the cards with each other, or they say special things. This is one of the cases where if you know the story, you understand why they're actually saying that stuff. Like, yeah. uh, for example, if if you pay if you play Karen Bloodhoof, which I haven't actually seen anyone do, but if you do, and you're playing against a warrior who's using the Garrosh screen, uh, he will say, "Garrosh, you are not worthy to rule the horde." Instead of his usual thing, because of mm. a special interaction that those characters had, a confrontation, which mm-hmm. we can probably talk about in another episode. But just as an illustration, that this is a part in the game where knowing the story actually can uh, ha- have an impact on understanding what's going on in the board. I remember yeah. we talked about in Ashes of Outland uh, with. Um... Oh God! What's his name? The one that we uh, that we, he's magic. My people are addicted to it, right? Keltha Sunstrider. Uh, Keltha Sunstrider, right? And when you learn mm-hmm. the lore behind it, you're like, oh, yeah. Now that makes sense because otherwise <laughs> you'd hear that and you'd be like, uh, okay, you know. <laughs> uh, but but like that's like straight out of wow, uh, out of wow. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I love what I, I really love when people put together the YouTube videos of all the hidden interactions. Mm. Um, Those are really fun. Yeah. And yeah. you'd really have to dig to find, uh, a whole bunch of them. So I, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, someone will do it. That's not my forte, but I really enjoy those. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's somebody's calling somebody out there will do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's their um, strength. There you go. We were talking about strengths and weaknesses, and I think, uh, yeah, yeah, that's somebody's strength. And I, I <laughs> oh yeah, sure. you're right. That is that is someone's strength. Yep. <laughs> uh, hey, before we get started in, into the lore, I, th- I mean, I think we, um, I, I do want to say a real quick thank you to our patrons of the show. Um, thank you very much, especially to Shokunin and Pug Ugly, who are the executive producers of our show. Uh, <laughs> they <laughs> they keep the lights running, the website running, buy us some packs from time to time, and. Uh, this is a, a big, big help. We really appreciate you guys. Also, to our patrons, Adam W. and Claudette G., we really, really appreciate your help. And we got a new patron this week, uh, Daniel B., so thank you so much. It, it just it really means a lot, and um, we we appreciate what you do for us. If you are interested in becoming of the patron of the show, I swear we're working on some rewards at some point. <laughs> we will do them, but... but uh, um, we do put a lot of time, a lot of time and energy into this. And so it, it does make it worthwhile. Uh, if you're interested, you can go to patreon.com slash born to be wild HS. If you're interested in supporting the show in a non-monetary way, honestly, like leave a, leave a review on iTunes, leave a review on Warcraft radio, um, mm-hmm. subscribe on YouTube, uh, interact with us in chat, you know, um, mm-hmm follow us on uh on twitch like there's there's a lot of non-monetary things 
that you can do. But we, we, anyways, we, we appreciate interacting with everybody and, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. Hey, real tick, ride that coattail. Um, for those who listen, I understand finances. Trust me <laughs> at anybody. If you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, that is the first thing you should do. And if you want to do nothing else, that's totally fine because that will help us out in the end. Trust me. It, that's a uh, subscribe button on YouTube. It actually, yeah, it helps uh, quite a bit. Actually, it's mm-hmm. it's interesting because we push out a lot of content on YouTube and the way that it all works is it's like algorithm based. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so last week we did our gigantic episode, our um, set review. <laughs> And then I did a real quick 10 minute like wrap up of our top 15 cards. And it was really interesting because, um, uh, it, YouTube will show the video to people, um, based on, I like, there's like click through rates and it'll start, it'll start like suggesting it to people, but only if, you know, if the right boxes are checked in their algorithm, like, I mean, it's all interesting. I we could talk about it for a long time. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> hey, that, hey, I don't so. know, I don't know who Charles L is, but thank you because they just subscribed to our YouTube channel. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Charles L. Appreciate that. Thank dog. you, Charles. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, and then one thing actually that that came in while um, I was prepping for the show today, and we really enjoy doing is. Um, Shouting out folks who who hit legend for the first time in wild, it's a it's a gigantic accomplishment, and we love to shout people out when that happens. Um, so if that happens to you, please ping us, whether it's email or Twitter or Discord or whatever. Um, but uh, I saw this come through today, um, Michael Bush. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but uh, just tagged us. Uh, it was looks like yesterday. Um, it says, he says born to be wild after about two years, hiatus quit the game before Rastakhan came out, decided to pick it back up a couple weeks ago. No bonus star legend. Couldn't have done it without you guys. Uh, came, in at, came in at three, 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 which is such an awesome, uh, screenshot there. Hey. So, uh, That's quite oh, the journey you got there. Hero's journey. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. So number one, I, we really appreciate the shout out. I'm, and there's nothing like mm-hmm. first time legend when you get it that first time it's like i remember oh, for yes. me i i was like i was shaking you know it's mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're so used palms. to failing at it mm-hmm. right oh, it's well, like no it's way just, it's hard you know that, that first time it's hard but without um any sort of bonus stars at all like <sighs> yeah zero bonus that's insane what a that's beast, a grind right? an absolute monster so that's that's super cool um so congratulations no yeah. bonus stars i don't want to hear anybody else who has a single bonus star complaining about anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah uh we so we're going to talk about our week real quick and we'll, we'll jump into some news it actually looks like there is some breaking news about the reward system update so we can chat about that in uh just a minute actually i love when they release news when we're doing the show live because then oh, we they get to know. take breaking they news know. you heard it here first they wait until nine o'clock eastern friday nights just so we could just so we could say it. <laughs> we got the we got the hookup i i love it okay so yes, let's sir. um i'm gonna pass the mic over to hydra then yeah gonna... so everybody as you know we did our 10 and a half hour long card review last week so we didn't have a regular show so it's been a little while so since we all talked about 
you know, how, how our week's been going. But a lot has happened since the last time. So it would be two weeks, right? We've had the new reward system come out. We have uh, the achievements come out. We've got a new set that dropped. Everybody opened their packs. So a lot of stuff's been going on. Uh, Goliath, what's been new with you for the last little bit? Well, um, uh, since since the last episode that I was on, I landed myself a nice uh, newspaper job, and I've been very busy with that. This past week was particularly busy because I, I write for one in a relatively small town about a half hour's drive from where I live. And sometimes, especially when you have COVID canceling a lot of events, you mm. really have to work to find things to write about. So. Yeah. I've been a little bit yep. uh, out of the loop of some of my typical Discord communities because of all that lately, but I've really been enjoying it. Uh, actually, I just got an email today that I won a free pumpkin pie in <laughs> a contest, a Facebook contest in the group. So I'm going to pick that up on Monday, which is going to be awesome. Uh, nice. Yeah, like, like fresh made from a local restaurant or something. And uh, so, yeah, I've been, been having a lot of fun with that. I'm really excited because... Shadowlands and World of Warcraft is just going to release in less than a week. And so I'm going to be really busy with that too, but always making sure to log into Hearthstone at least once a day, like I have for the past four years. (laughs) I've done at least once a day because I've had the free to play mentality pretty much since I did. You know, I I, I buy a pre order bundle every so often for cosmetics. but so I like, oh, I want to make sure I get every daily quest. Don't pass up a single chance to get gold. And now even though the system's changed, the, the habit is ingrained in me so much. I'm like, I wake up, okay, at least log into Hearthstone and get the quest. Okay, move on with the day. But uh, so yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be playing a lot of Shadowlands. I had some uh, good pack openings from the uh, bundle that I got, which I got by... Earning money in World of Warcraft is you can get gold. And there are people who want gold so much in World of Warcraft that they will buy what are called WoW tokens to sell on the in-game auction house. So then they spend real money. I give them gold in exchange for that through a completely legal in-game transaction. And I can turn that into Blizzard currency. So I just spent a couple months building that up. And I got the $80 Nazoth bundle completely free of my own real money because of it, which was really nice to do. Holy cow, that's rad. For anyone who plays both games, I strongly recommend doing this, especially when a new expansion comes out. There's going to be a lot of new stuff to be able to sell if you're up to that sort of thing. Uh, So yeah, that's that's been me lately. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) That's a hustle. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was really a thing, but <laughs> good to know for everybody out there if you didn't know already and you play both games. How about you, Mike? How's it been going with you? All right, um, not as great as the gold farmer over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty sick. Um, I I don't play WoW, so kudos, touche. Um, yeah, so Monday, uh, which was the last day of school. I was really sick of uh, really sick of Skolomance. So <laughs> glad it's over. Graduated. So it's time for the fair. Um, we did our set review, and going into it, I had my mind like dead set on trying out this. Um, it was uh, a Nazoth Paladin, the new one. Ooh. So we're talking about 
the beast was going to be Shervala. The elemental was going to be either Ragnaros. Um, my mech is a uh, Skyclaw or a Zilliax. Like I have the whole deck built. I have every card except for the Nazoth. Because I, I didn't open it, and I don't have the the dust to uh. That's craft the one it. old god I don't have. So then I hop back on the review show, uh, and I'm just listening to it. And then something sheep said, uh, just like clicked in my brain. So I go to build um, this priest deck, and the card I fell in love with this week is uh, Palm Reading. Mm. It's got the ability of Emperor Thoris in, and it discovers a spell. So like. That card. I'm not oh, saying it's, it's broken. It's, it's very good though. Yeah. Yes, it is very, very good. I hope I hope I gave it a four, but we'll we'll do the episode another day. <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday, uh it was just all like duels. And um I was making a lot of golden duels. Uh I'm not here to stir the pot or stoke the fire. I know people have their opinions about the system and all that, but for me, uh it may have been a lucky streak. Um I had like a nine game win, a ten game, a couple more nines. But I made some pretty good goal on Thursday. Uh we have breaking news, we'll talk about that. So maybe things will change there too. Um hit legend with that deck. Uh to resurrect priests. It's not built like other ones are, but basically there's taunts, there's lifesteal, and it shuts aggro down. The only games I've lost with it are to aggro druid when they hit the double and big and uh, games yeah yeah like like that is the only way i've lost it's crazy like how good it actually is and i can't believe it it felt so good to play res priest because for the past two three four weeks i've been running into aggro druid like mm-hmm. i could play 50 60 games a day and then i just get sick of aggro druid like on monday i really was so tired of this game like i try to be that positive guy you know i'll always be blunt and be real but, like, I tried to give the game a shot, and I was just so done with aggro, Druid. So, Res Priest <laughs> saved me there. Thank goodness. I know people hate Res Priest, but it's, like, a breath of fresh air. Because <laughs> I'm not dying on turn four anymore, or turn five. Like. <laughs> so, Shadow Visions into Palm Reading into Shadow Essence, like, game over, bro. Like, game Ooh. is a wrap. I love it. Yeah, it it actually worked out really well. You know, I wasn't thinking about it, and we typically will have like a deck of the week. And I was like, Mike, Mm -hmm. Mike, can we use your deck? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, yeah, it'll be be fun later. Are are we doing doing decks tonight? Are we playing? Yeah, if we have time, why not? Yeah, we'll focus on the lore. (laughs) But to wrap it up real quick, uh, Nicolina had put out a tweet today um, talking about how she felt this new duels duels tournament for two hundred thousand dollars is uh underrepresented. Um, not as many women, you know, and not as many people of color. It a hundred percent is. It. It, it, it is, and that's really irritating. And someone, I well, mm-hmm. sorry, I don't mean to steal your thunder. Go for it. I'll no, talk no, no, after. no. Go, go, go. No, it's just really irritating. Like of all the people, like there's so, and I think she had said, well, hey, where's educated Collins? Where's Pathra? Like there's so many good players. Like come mm-hmm. on. I get frustrated yeah. when, um, I I don't know. Like I I I work in management. We really try hard to be, um, you know, celebrate diversity and inclusion. And it's really frustrating um, when I see things like this. And it's like, oh yeah, there's a uh, maybe one person of color and one girl or two two females women. Um, 
Like, come on now, you guys could do better. And I think that it's not the first time that we've said this. I mean, out yeah. of what kills me is out of 20 people, there's mm-hmm. what? Two women. And what is it? One person of color? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. And it's like, okay, I'm not saying it has to be 50%, but like you mm-hmm. could do better. You could do better than that. Yeah. So yeah. I, it, I frankly, I, I think that that's uh, that it's, it's just like, I, I don't, I, I don't no, have I, the words for it. It's very like, they could yeah. do way better. You're expressing it very well without yeah. the, So we, we get mm-hmm. what you're saying. <laughs> it's frustrating for me. Um, no, I, I agree. Um, it, it is frustrating. So to be someone in defense of that, but also to speak objectively, because like you said before, we've talked about this. We all understand why mm-hmm. the pool of people are what they are. So my only response to that is when people see someone who looks like them in a space that they're not in, but they'd like to get to, I feel like that will make them strive for it. Like you see it all the time. In, oh yeah. Like you, you see it all the time in sports. So it was cool to finish my week because I want to go too long before we get to the lower. Uh, pizza had jumped in the thread because she had said his name but didn't tag him. I guess Twitter had messed up. So then Ben Hurstone had tagged Pizza, and Pizza said that uh, he's content where he is in his lane, um, doing constructed. But he said he would find it enjoyable to watch uh, breadsticks to watch pocket aces to watch myself like he mm-hmm. listed all these people of color and it just shocked me at first when i seen my dimension because i seen <laughs> my name and i was like hey who's talking crap what's up here and then i read the <laughs> i read the tweet and i'm like hold on a second like i watched this dude at uh act what is it world tournaments what That's awesome. playing? Like, wow like act That's a nice shout or- out like you, you guys know those tournaments. Like he, he's made mm-hmm. so much money playing his game. So I was thinking, I was like, did he, did he say my name because he knows about me? Does he watch me? Did he come from that Salissa raid? Don't know what it was or what caused it. But it was cool for him to shout out me, Breadsticks, Pocket Aces, uh, Cleave, and D Money. Like shout out to Pizza. Like to me, that's that's, that's a big move right there because everyone who plays this game knows who this guy is. So for yeah. him to say he would watch a tournament where people of color were, you know, put in it. And I'm all for it. Cause obviously he's backing me. And secondly, <laughs> like I just said, when you see someone looks like you in a field that makes you strive for it, or it could. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. from, so back to the point of them bringing in the popular streamers for numbers, this also helps with sales. If you put people in who aren't normally there, now you got people who might not play the game, start playing the game. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I watch a lot of big brother, CBS, big brother, they got three people of color for 20 years every season. It's like, hey, man, like that kind of scares people away from trying out from the show. So from the business side, if they had more people of color in these tournaments, I feel like that could get more sales. I played card games for 20 years. I'm just saying. But that was my week. No, no. I mean, I, I agree with you. Just to hop on t- two super quick points. I mean, I'll tell you, as a hiring manager, I, I just had the same conversation with one of my employees who I don't really can't talk about work, but like we um, <laughs> were filling a position uh, of authority and uh, she had said, Hey, I'm so excited because this person looks like me and that's, I find that inspirational mm. and I think that that makes me want to be better. And, 
And I just like, it makes me proud to be working where I'm working. And I was like, Oh my God. Wow. That just, yeah. it like hit me right in the spot. And I think that, um, that's cool. You know, it, it means a lot. Right. And mm-hmm. it I does. think there's something special about being an inspiration in other people's lives. It, it, it's, it's, it's one of those little things that packs a big punch every time. Well, it, mm-hmm. it, it does. And I think we, um, I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. We, I had a conversation with, uh, with someone a while back at work, try, we're looking at best practices for, um, a, a number, a number of things. And, and one of the things that we talked about was that idea to, of like cultural competency. And it's the, Hey, I want someone who speaks my language. I want somebody who looks like me and talks like me and can understand me. And, uh, I feel more comfortable and I, you know, look up to them and, uh, there's just, there's so many positives. Um, and I think where, where it kills me is if, you know, if we're looking at Hearthstone, you know, world champions, you have to get there by, um, winning, you know, you have to win, win, win. And so I get mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that is a sort of like, that's completely, uh, objectively score based and that's it. But when you're looking at something that's invitational, like you just have to be a member of the community, you know, and maybe there's some renown that goes along with it. But like, if, yeah. but like, if it's the, the key is if it's invitational, then it's on blizzard to invite yeah. the right people. And if, so if they chose to not invite people, like it's that, that's what makes me feel like, okay, you could do better. And I'm trying to be objective. Like I'm really not, Yeah, I, I never want to just like slam on blizzard because I, I think that, you know, there's been enough of that this week. <laughs> well, there has, and, week. I, and, and I truly think that Every um, week. <laughs> I, I, I do believe that most people do things for the right reason. Most people uh, don't intentionally do the wrong thing. Um, you know, every time there's an employee issue or a whatever issue, typically people mean well and they made a mistake or they were ignorant. They didn't think about it all the way through. And so what my ask would be is treat this as a learning experience, like do better next time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I, I just hope that they would be open to that. It just, it feels like yeah. ignorant to me. I don't know. I, I and I mean, I don't think I'm some like crazy progressive or something, but like, I agree with you. And this is me talking as like a middle-aged white dude. But when I, <laughs> but when I look at this, right. And I see, I see that there's 20 people invited. They're all Hearthstone yeah. content creators. Mm-hmm. And I've got, uh, two girls, one person of color and, and like, and then a bunch of white dudes. It's like, Oh, come on guys. Um, you know, I don't know. I just, it makes me a little bit sad. And I, I mean, for the most part, you know, I, I like blizzard. I think that they've listened quite a bit to feedback from people. Um, you know, they, they try and it's gotta be hard, you know, any, anytime you're in a position like that, you put out something and people are going to not, um, you know, mm-hmm. people are never happy. Like it, that, that's just, it is what it is. But I think that, um, without like beating the dead horse that just that they would expect a little bit better from last. It was the same thing when they did the battle. What was it? The, uh, battlegrounds thing last time. And they invited 20 people and only one girl, like, come mm-hmm. on, you guys. Like, yeah. Anyways, I, I'm sorry, but I, I feel pretty strongly about it. And no, it's good. Sorry. We could talk about that for three hours, but I, I will spare you guys. Um, 
What about your week, though? Oh, my week was good. I spent most of the week prepping for tonight's episode. I, I kind of geek out on these because it's a good chance for me to mm-hmm. hop under the hood a little bit and dig into the um, to the WoW lore. And I, I have fun trying to – like, Goliath sent me a bunch of screenshots, but then I'm looking for my own because sometimes I want it from a different angle or a higher resolution or whatever. And then I started going through the rest of the set, and I was like, oh, I wonder if there's other cards that, like, aren't necessarily, like, Dark Moon Fair, but they're still WoW cards, like – Cause, so we've got some some that are like qu- questionable, like lore wise, but that have yeah. some lore to them. Yeah, um, we're gonna attack those on to the. Uh, so we're gonna talk about core Dark Moon Fair stuff. We're gonna talk about a couple of the legendaries that have some lore in them that are part of the set but not connected to the Dark Moon Fair, and then we're gonna talk about the skin stuff afterwards. Right, and right. there's a couple cards that are part of this but they're very much on the old god side of things. And so we're going to save talking about those for a hopeful future episode, which will be a much longer one where we talk about (laughs) the third, the old gods. (laughs) Whenever that happens, uh, maybe we'll need to have that one on a Saturday morning too. Who knows? (laughs) Hey, don't you come for our 10 half hour mark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, but no, it's been a good week. Um, you know the the COVID stuff continues to be scary, of course. So uh, that's been my life kind of at work because a lot of what I do is risk management and um, mm. trying to figure out, you know, uh, how do we juggle employee safety with like constitutional rights issues and due process issues. Uh, like I don't want to put my lawyer hat on, but like it's been an interesting, <laughs> it's been a long and interesting week trying to kind of sort this stuff out. Um, I, I live in Oregon and the governor recently put uh, what she's calling a two week freeze on everything, trying to get things to, to kind of scale down. And of course everybody's uh, you know, it, it's a hard sell next to the holidays. Like, Hey, can you please not travel? Can you please, uh, oh, you know, man. and, and, you know, I mean, I respect it. I, I uh, don't want to, get the COVID and I don't want to, uh, you know, endanger anybody. And so we're, we're trying hard for that. Um, my, my wife has been sick and we were a little bit worried about that. Uh, and so we were out getting tested last week and she came back negative and that was a good thing. And, and, um, but it's like a, Whoa, it's, it's very different. You know, it's all, it's all conceptual when it's happening to people around you. And then when it starts to happen to you, it's like, Oh, it becomes real. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I mean, geez, it's been crazy. So, but yeah, I mean, it's been a fine week for me. Um, I kind of just been putzing around with different builds in Hearthstone. I had hit, there's pros and cons, right? I hit Legend before the new set came out. And so, <coughs> show off. you know, now what is there to do? Well, you know? no, it's interesting because there's all these achievements now. And so I've been, um, I, I, a little bit of a trader. I've been playing some standard this week, just trying to, uh, <laughs> I, w- I want those achievements. Uh, and it, I, of course they're all a little bit buggy right now. And so I have the achievement, uh, for hitting legend in standard, which is incorrect. I've never done that, but, but I don't have the achievements for all the ones leading up to it, which is stupid oh. because I have done that. Like I've hit rank five a bunch of times in standard. And so yeah, that's, 
Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, so now I'm like, well, I should hit I should hit Diamond 5 in standard so that I can get all these achievements. I'm just trying to get my freaking like rank 50 reward. Like it's level 50. Level I, 50 gang. I'm at like 20 uh, like uh, right between 21 and 22 right now. And so um Wait, what? Yeah. I thought I'm, oh no! No no no! I'm sorry. Not not ranked in. Not ranked in. I'm in. I'm on the rewards pass or whatever. I'm at like uh, level. What is it? So you get the new warrior skin at 25, and yes. I'm at, I'm right around like tw- between 21 and 22 right now. And so really? I thought you were higher. No, I wish, but I've oh, the the no. one thing that I really don't like about it is that. Um, like the the only real viable way that I've seen to get XP is mm-hmm. to either do all your daily and weekly quests and to do the little achievements that have the chest by them, and so mm-hmm. you get XP for that because the the XP that you get from playing is horrible. It's like, you know, what is it? It's mm. I don't know what is it like a hundred XP for every hour you play or something like 400, that. Four hundred, four hundred for an hour, four hundred. That's the number that they've given us, or we figured out, or whatever. It's 400 if you play for a solid hour, but I think you have to cube, like, the second you're out of your game, cube again, sort of thing. Like, I don't think it's going to count. Go! Go! Yeah. (laughs) Right? No, I saw... No, this is really funny. You talk about gaming the system, right? So I saw... I saw... um, uh, I saw Ben Hearthstone. He was like, hey... I, I played uh, against the computer, right? Because it doesn't rope when you're playing against a... Like, he went into the solo missions, played Naxxramas, and was, was mm-hmm. facing off against Kel'Thuzad. And he just, like, went AFK and left for half an hour and came back and then beat it. And it, he said it gave him... It maxed out at 70. Uh, <laughs> so Yeah, because it, it says you need to be playing ranked uh, to get that 400 XP an hour. Yeah. So... You yeah you have to be on ladder. Oh, I got it. All right, I'm gonna start a, a new username. So you know when you play a game, you can't talk to your opponent. So my username is gonna explain what we're both gonna do. It's gonna say rope for XP. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that right in the funny usernames channel. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, no, no. I heard the people. Yeah, like Pendragon saying in the chat. I heard people say, um, "This is." Uh, People, people have been playing Odd Warrior. People have been taking the full time for the turns. People have been uh, the bots are now playing Odd Warrior. It's like good grief. I don't. Jeez. I mean, I hate honestly. But but here's here's the thought. I think is that we all we all want the finish line like right now, but it's intended to take you know three months or something. And and if we're already in the mid twenties, like one week in. Like that's been my thought this whole week. Yeah, you know, we'll 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 be just fine. Hopefully, this thing has to last us several months of things to do here. Hydralisk, you're screwed. Playing on three on three servers. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get <laughs> oh, to that in a moment with my week. Damn. So that's it for me. I've been rewatching Dexter, and I'm in season five or something like that. And it's uh, this the season with Lumen is my least favorite season, but overall, so far, it's been a good show. I enjoy it and. That's it. I think I've I've got a bunch of fun decks that I've been playing. I've been trying to post stuff in our Discord. So if you guys are looking for wild decks to play, um, join the Born to Be Wild Discord. If you go to the website, 
uh, it's born to be wild hs.com. There's a link to the discord and uh, we've got a bunch of uh, deck lists and stuff. And so, um, yeah. Speaking of discord uh, next week, our guest is uh, one of our discord buddies. Schmoopy daddy is coming on the show and that'll be a blast. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, secret mage master. Yeah, he's the yeah. he's the local I, his local secret mage master, and so I think mm-hmm. you, Mike, especially you and you and him will will have a, a lot to talk about. Oh, they have a lot to say about sage. Yeah, I have my I love secret mage to burn, but I like talking to Schmoopy because of the strategy. Like I get people mm-hmm. memeing, oh, secret mage no brain. Nah, I came until next week. This guy is a genius. Can't wait. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I agree, hundred percent. So, anyways, I. Long story short, I, my week is fine. I got a new office at work. It's up on the second floor with a really nice view, and nice. and uh, it's been busy, but I'm good, and I'm I'm happy. It's the weekend; I get to sleep in tomorrow. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Let me oh, ask. Nice let me add one final thing. Uh, one final thing, and then we'll move on. Um, I'm starting to do. Uh, uh, I'm going to be doing a weekly thing on YouTube with Wildcard with off some off meta decks. Because uh, n- normally, Ooh. what I like to do personally, I like the meta decks. I like to play, um, you know, I like to play the meta stuff, and I like to, I like to win, right? I think there's a. You ask people, well, do you you want to have fun, or do you or do you want to win, right? <laughs> but but some people want to do uh, both at the same time, and um, I Wildcard is a good friend. He he uh, is good at making decks, and he especially off meta decks and climbing with them, and. Um, and so I'm going to be doing a weekly, uh, YouTube series with him on kind of an off meta spotlight. And so we did one last night of his, uh, recruit hunter. Um, it was really fun mm. and, uh, it runs, um, Blastenheimer on the top end and, and launching a, uh, King crush at somebody. Oh and, my. <laughs> and then bringing it back with, uh, revenge of the wild is it's oh. pretty rad. <laughs> so, oh, um, I will say, like these decks, the idea, I have to is, a you know, wait, they're wait, wait. they're a lot more fun than they are competitive. But I swear, they're they're it's it's pretty great. Um, <laughs> Hold on, now you got me sitting up. Hold on, my brain's cooking. Yeah, so so, so here's the, the trick. The cannon. Right? Yeah, go for it. Tell me, Blastenheimer. So, well, there's two ways that you can go about this, right? Blastenheimer says, pull a minion out of your deck. It attacks face, then it dies. There's two different ways you can bring it back. If you use Revenge of the Wild, it brings back a beast that died this turn. So we're talking about mm-hmm. Charge Devil Soar, King Crush, um, mm-hmm. you know, some something like this. Or yeah. you, you know, or if it's a Death Rattle minion like Dark Moon Tonk or something like that, then you play mm-hmm. Nine Lives uh, to to bring it back and trigger the Death Rattle. So there's some oh. there's some couple. There's some things, you know, there's some shenanigans that you can get up to. And so, um, Yo, let's play uh, that tonight. Uh, <laughs> there's, already, there's already a video. <laughs> I already did it for two hours last night. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. uh, we, um, so I'm going to, I'll be editing down the videos, uh, cause the, the problem with the off meta decks is that when you hit Reno priest, you just lose. Uh, <laughs> and no one Talk. wants to watch two hours of me losing and raging it you should see the outtakes of me yelling at the computer it's pretty fun um yeah just post outtakes. a little outtake montage at the end you wouldn't laughs. you wouldn't like me when i'm angry uh, <laughs> but, but uh anyways that's been fun and i i it's like oh let's do something new and i can't bring myself to i you know 
all I want to do, uh, frankly, all I want to do is play Thicketus and just mill my opponents over and over and over. So I do think that we were pretty accurate on uh, some of our... I've been burned by a brand Thicketus uh, and then bringing him back with uh, uh, adding two copies to the hand. I, I had 15 cards milled from a deck with a Thicketus combo once. It was painful, especially since I was playing the Cthulhu the Shattered, which really depends oh, on no. your drawing cards yeah, from your you're deck. Yeah, you <laughs> He destroyed the entire deck. My my hot take on on these new cards. Number one, Cthulhu the Shattered. The highest that I've been able to get is playing three out of the four parts. Like that's the closest that I've been able to get. So I don't know. And then the other one, that Thicketus is freaking amazing. I think it slots pretty easily into Reno Warlock. It's surprisingly easy to trigger. It is not good in any of the other demon decks because Willow will pull it, which you don't want. Uh, Void Caller will pull it, which you don't want. Skull of the Minari will pull it, which you really don't want. Uh, <laughs> with Brand, you mill 10 cards. If you are really feeling greedy, and this is more of a standard thing, but you play Philosophy to get an extra copy. Um, but what I saw as people start to do is uh, in their, in their um, well, in any deck, right? You play the new Yasiraj, which says that when you play it, any um, uh, corrupted minion, you can play again that turn for zero mana. And so you play Yasiraj for 10. The only corrupted yes. card in your whole deck is Thicketus, who then you That's play... That's what did to me. Yeah, <laughs> who you then play for zero <laughs> mana and mill five more cards, and it's like... Dirty. But I'll tell you what, when people do it to me, it's not okay. It's not okay at all. <laughs> it's only okay yeah. when I'm doing it to you. Yep. So don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was my week. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, for my week, uh, things have been going pretty good. They've tightened up. I live in British Columbia, Canada, and they've tightened up the the rules here on uh, COVID and social distancing and stuff quite a bit. We're told that we're only supposed to be associating with people that live in our homes in all public places indoors there's no exceptions to the mask rule now like you, you can't just have a store that says we want masks and or a store that says we don't care like it's just everything is masks like no matter what this is as of yesterday i believe and so things are tightening up they're saying everybody if you can work from home work from home don't bring anybody back it, they're just Really, they've canceled all indoor, like there's no indoor sports or gyms or anything like that. So like if you play hockey or you play badminton, like whatever, you like, <laughs> so Canadian. I know, right? Like, <laughs> like, like whatever, yeah, I mean, yeah. Canadian, <laughs> hockey, <clears throat> dang cool, it. Cool. But no, no, everything, everything is, it's, it's shut down. The only, there's a couple things you can, like if you play outdoor soccer, that's allowed, but there's no spectators allowed. Mm. Um, so they've tightened up quite a bit which is good it needs to happen right so because there's yes. been like every single day for the last few days it's like 700 more cases 800 more cases 700 more cases like each day like yesterday yeah. was only 500 extra which was good <laughs> compared to 700 i guess <laughs> right How, but like it's been going you guys what's that In, well if you, you can't do many indoor things I mean, we're in November. Is it Canada cold or is do you have 
temperature because British Columbia is on the coast. Yes, since yeah, I'm on the coast in the very very southern part of British Columbia. Like we don't really get snow or anything. Like sometimes, oh, okay. like it can happen. It'll it'll snow like one or two times in the winter, and then it turns to slush and it melts away. He's but, actually pretty close to me. Like I'm I'm in portland oregon like Pacific i was thinking Northwest, you guys like, yeah i think we're about like a four or five hour drive away from yeah the only like thing cool. the only thing separating me and hydra is the state of washington and <laughs> like yeah, but if I'm i the very bottom of bc and i'm at the very top of oregon <laughs> so no like I, it, it's about a 30 minute drive from here to vancouver washington and oh. if you and then if you cut through maybe 45 minutes and then if you cut through all the way up north through Washington, then you hit Canada. So we're, mm. I mean, it's probably a four, four hour drive or. Yeah. Because I've, I've driven to Portland before and I think it took about four hours. So, so. I'm further south than both of you guys and I'm probably going to get a more snow this winter. Oh, yeah. we get, it's not fair. We get probably each year, I get like one to two days and, yeah. and it's pretty mild. Like it's, it's enough for the kids to play in for like uh you know an hour or two and then it's gone and that's like once a year so <laughs> get their fun yeah. get it out of their system and then have weather that is less dangerous well, yeah except yeah. just really wet because it rains throughout the entire winter it's gonna rain oh. for the next probably six months without stopping we do live in like a rainforest right like it's like it's just, just not tropical just not tropical yeah, it just rains. It just rains. <laughs> well, it's a cool like ferns and stuff. I like it personally, uh, but yeah. oh, I see. I'm not actually from here. I've lived here for uh, like eight or nine years, and still, every time it rains, like I run from my vehicle to my house or like to work. I'm like, get it off! <laughs> <laughs> like I hate it. I hate it. But like, it, it's better than it being like. Oh, I guess everybody. Like you guys deal with Fahrenheit, so I fully but... <laughs> embrace the the rain. I love it, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, so Hearthstone wise, oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I had a pretty good pack opening. Uh, I opened everything except for four legendaries in two hundred and thirty one packs. Holy cow! That's yeah, really two thirty one everything but four legendaries. On which account? <laughs> on on NA on NA. Um, the the other servers I don't pay for anything, so it's however much gold I got. Is okay, so it's the wrong one place, not spread out across different. No, 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 just uh, on NA. So and then I had enough gold that I just decided I was just going to craft the rest of uh, the legendaries that I needed, so I could get the full set. And then I have the the cool new coin. So I'm excited using... to get that eventually. Yeah, it was, it was really cool just to use on day one, little f- like whale flex, I guess. Like, hey, I already got everything. And... Coins for the other sets. <laughs> yeah. So, but all oh, you, you guys who have, uh, for whatever reason, held on to complete collections of all the past sets, if they added coins for those, you would just get like oh, 10 new coins. That would be, that, amazing that would be awesome. That. Uh, because that's another thing. This achievement system is targeted at. I swear people like me where so I was looking at the past sets and I'm missing only like two to three like legendaries from all of the previous sets. It's that's just Blizzard <laughs> saying, give us your money. <laughs> and it's like it's like it, it you you can get this achievement point if you do it because I'm missing barns from Karazhan. Oh we gotta craft it again. 
right uh, like it, rid of bards that was op for a while like it probably so had the, it and then dusted it <laughs> like i i feel like yeah that's that's what i mean like i had it and then i dusted it when it was nerfed oh. i feel like if you had it that should count <laughs> if you, you know what i mean probably i'm inclined to agree uh, but so the, there's a few that I'm missing, and so I could easily go back and like craft a couple. I actually did it for Skolomance. I was missing one epic. That was it from the whole set. So I'm like, okay, Ooh. I'll just craft the epic. I don't even know what it was. Dude, you don't even want it just for the achievement? Oh I, it was God. one card. That, <laughs> the worst part, my only complaint, my only complaint about the achievement system is that like there's nothing for you to do with your achievement points? It's like uh, okay, you know, I've got these. I've got now eleven thousand achievement points that I could do nothing with except brag. I guess like okay. I don't know. I like there, seeing there the number go up. It's stupid. No, I. I mean, I do too. I do too. But it gives um, me something to do. See, that's the thing. When I started playing on multiple accounts, it was because I was bored and I felt like I didn't have enough to do in the game. So. I would. I started fresh on EU, played that for a while, and then I started fresh on Asia and played that for a while because, like, you would do all your dailies, and then, like, if you were at like whatever your monthly goal was rank wise, like, I didn't care. Like, I didn't really need to get some super high rank, so I just wanted to fill out my collection on other servers and just do things, feel what it's like to start over again. You know, do the whole free to play experience. And that's what I did. But now, they gave us so much. And what mm-hmm. what I ended up doing is, for the first week of the the new like achievements and all that stuff, I was trying to just complete my dailies and do achievements on the different servers. And I didn't realize about this whole 400 XP an hour thing. And then we made that channel for achievements in our Discord, mm-hmm. and or not yeah achievements and like where you are in the track. And everybody was like way higher than me. I'm like, what's going? What's going on? And then I realized that yeah, if you, the more you play on the one server, like you're getting XP <laughs> as you're playing. And I'm like, oh no! <laughs> I'm like, I'm screwed. What do I do? So then I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have to put the other ones on the back burner, and I guess just focus on NA and try to catch up. So I did a dirty, bad, bad, bad thing. But Nate mm-hmm. already confessed to doing the exact same thing. So I can confess to it. I played some standard this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I had a bunch of chores and stuff to do around the house. So, and I was trying to hunt some priest um, quests because <clears throat> some of the the achievements you can get XP for your track. Like, there was like spend health to spend health instead of mana, right? And it goes up to spending 100 health instead of mana as a priest. And you get 500 XP for that. Like, okay. So, like, (laughs) I'm cleaning the house and doing stuff around the house. So I'm like, I'll just play standard res priest. And, like, you don't need to think, like, what I was doing. So I was just, like, cartoon defender. Okay, sure. And then it it, it dies. And you get another one. And then eventually you just bring it back and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like... You know, making dinner and doing stuff. Run back to the computer. It's like, there you go. Raise a bunch more of them. Are you one of the? You're the, one of those Roper people, aren't you? Oh, I, I wasn't trying on purposely to rope, hey, but yo, I yo, may yo, or may not have roped a few times. Yo, Hydralis. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you playing while you do chores because I literally have a deck. 
It's called kitch- Kitchen Sink Druid. Kitchen <laughs> sink. <laughs> Put the phone here. Uh, uh, aggro Druid, back to dishes. Boom, bust out some suds. Uh, and biggie. All right, back to the suds. Kitchen Sink Druid. It's very easy. That's that's awesome. I yeah, love it. The, that's amazing because it's exactly what I was doing. It was like I can't focus on the game, but I can res things in priest in standard. <laughs> like, and the win rate wasn't phenomenal because I wasn't really paying attention. But uh, like, I, 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 I went, I went um, from like I was at the bottom, bronze ten up to platinum something, while I was doing everything all evening. So it was not bad. Hey, there we go. <laughs> And you then I was playing standard. Those, those things that you were saying, Nate, like you've done it before, but it says you've never gotten uh, silver five or like whatever. Oh, yeah. the heck. You know, like but, you know, you did it. So it's like, okay, may as well get these as well. Here's my thought, right? Is that anytime they've got something brand new, it's just like anything else. And it's the same with this uh, achievement system that everybody's all pissed off about is like, look, there's something new. There's obviously it, it like <laughs> it's going to need some tweaks until it's perfect it may never be perfect but like or there's no way to make everybody happy but like hey we need to launch it you know if you if you wait until it's 100 percent perfect it's they're going to launch it in three years you know and so like just give it to I don't us that long for an update. <laughs> no but like i think nah. it's i think cl- that's why it took so long to get so had to wait six <laughs> right it's yeah. close enough like just let us have it if it when then realize that it's not perfect that they're gonna make some adjustments along the way um and i'm sure you know i i know even like I think we should probably get into the news, but there's a couple of hot fixes that came out this week. And I was like, Hey, we weren't giving um, achievement points for that thing, but we fixed it. We are now. Uh, and you know, I don't know. They've, they haven't always been collecting the data that they are collecting now. And so they were like, Hey, you know, some of these achievements, um, you know, it won't track for ones that occurred before whatever date it was. And so like, you know, right off the bat, I, I got the achievement for wild legend, but it, Mm. the date on it said April of 2020. And I was like, uh, I hit in 2018. Like, I don't know why, um, I was confused by that stuff as well. And so, and you know what? I, it's not perfect and that's okay. That's okay. So I, anyways, I think it's fine. I'm just excited to have it. I think it's cool. Yes. And I'm okay with it not being perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a nice trophy wall. I, I like the satisfaction of having a digital trophy wall. So I, I, when I play games on Steam, I, I like Steam and I don't really like yeah. the Epic Store or whatever because Steam has achievements, Epic doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I can get games for free at Epic. And like uh, the first time I see a game, is like, does it have achievements? Because if it doesn't, I'm less likely to want to get it. Because I love the satisfaction of collecting the virtual trophy case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Uh, two quick things. Uh, I heard you guys are playing standard. I just want to prove to the people who listen to us that I haven't been. Look at that bronze chicken. <laughs> no like you are the first person Wild I've legend. ever heard brag about being a bronze chicken. Wild legend, baby. Bronze chicken. What's up? That's right. Just, just saying. All right. Yeah. That's heard, amazing. Uh, I was a bronze you? chicken yesterday. Okay. <laughs> but but now it's like a uh, a platinum chicken or whatever it is. 
platinum, whatever. <laughs> ben from work sent me his secret sauce recipe. I'm gonna just I'm gonna have to play it after the show. Let's see. Okay, okay. He went on some like 38 win streak and had. Uh, ben oh. tends to do that, so I, I'll. I, I don't oh, know wait. that I'll have the as priest, much. His his priest deck. Nah, it's it's something else. I'll. I'm, he did oh, it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Like just right now, like with the some mage deck. So I'll. But this guy's crazy. <laughs> no, the way no, that... last week he showed me like he went like thirty eight and zero or something. Yeah, but My. I don't know. But but like Ben is the best at playing Ben decks, and so <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to replicate his success. But anyways, look, we've been recording for an hour. Let's jump into the news. Uh, <laughs> let's, let, let's do that. Let's get it. So. uh First, we have something exciting for anybody who likes skins and hasn't collected the ball. Uh, Tarand is back in the store again, and it's for free. So I don't know when this shows up or if it shows up. I can't see it because I already have it. Right, me too. Yeah. So I don't know if it's there or not for everybody, but... uh, Hey, but you know what? If you don't have it, go get it because it's it's nice. Oh, this is why I've been seeing it all week. Mm Mm-hmm. I get it. I, I play. Sorry if I make anybody mad here, but uh, this is my favorite skin because I feel like she's the most cutthroat to me. I like Madame Lazul. I've been seeing Toronto all week. This makes sense. This is why she's. <laughs> I would play Madame Lazul, but I didn't pre-order that uh, expansion. Unfortunately, don't make them. She, she is so perfect flavorfully for so many of the old god style precepts mm-hmm. that exist. Is she a is she a Hearthstone created character? Or she Madame Lazuo is Hearthstone original. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Deronda and Induin are the the only other priests there, obviously. From now, but Lazuo right, right. is original. I always use Deronda because just because of the hero interactions. My dear Malfurion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My I, darling Deronda. Yeah, I, I like it. Whatever and happens, it's kind of cool. What does she say to Illidan? I will prove myself to you. <laughs> and what does she say? I like your brother better. <laughs> oh. She says raw power does not equal true strength or something like that, which is a quote from uh, one of the books, actually. Ah. Damn. She's messing with the brothers. Damn, yeah. It's a dangerous that's game. Cool. Well, that, that's out there if anybody wants it. Uh, uh, right. Next, well, we, we had some hot fixes for anybody who... Uh, likes to play duels and some weekly quest stuff. So uh, we had there. There was a bug fixed where heroic duels were inaccurately set. Heroic duels ratings have been reset to zero for all players. So everybody got reset. There's a bug where see this one actually kind of bugged me. <laughs> bugged me. <laughs> the bug. Um, yeah. the, there where duels wasn't contributing to class pro- progress. So with Ooh. Demon Hunter. Ever since Demon Hunter came out, yeah. I kind of just played the quest, and I haven't leveled it up, right? But in mm-hmm. duels, Demon Hunter was crazy good, right? So I just kept picking Demon Hunter and winning all the time, but I the progress bar never went up. <laughs> I'm like, no. what is going on? So uh, apparently they fixed that, which is really cool. And there was... I hadn't... I don't understand how weekly quests fully work yet, but there was a bug fix where people were not receiving new uh, weekly quests, so apparently that's been fixed. I didn't understand, and I still don't fully understand when your weekly quests reset and when they start. The, like When they first came out, I thought that 
okay, I have one week to complete these three quests, right? But then when I completed my first one, which was only a few, like a few days later, it said this, you'll get a new one in seven days. And I thought, oh man, like I didn't realize how that would work. I thought that for some reason I had a week to complete these, but then I complete the second one like a few days later. So now I'm down to like five days left for the first one to reset. So I complete the second one. And then that one says five more days to get the next one. And then the next day I complete the third one. And now they all Mm -hmm. say four more days to get the next one. So does anybody here fully know how this works? Because I'm I'm kind of lost. I am still confused, honestly. Because they all say I got four more days Mm -hmm. to get my next quests, even though they weren't complete on the same day. So do they all come in at once? Like, I, I don't get it. Hey, for me, real quick. So I did this quest on, let's say, Tuesday. Waited a couple of days for these two. When I finished this one, it said it'd be available in seven days. And then when I finished these two, they all updated. And it now says your next quest is available in three days. So with the friend list being buggy, I just feel like there's something buggy in there. But from what I'm seeing, I'll get three weekly quests on Monday. All yeah. I, you know, the only thing I can think that is that it's, it's brand new. And so there's yeah. a bunch of bugs in it. I, I think, you know, it's stuff that they're going to have to fix. And so... Any to, for me, I'm not trying to think too hard about it. When I see a new a new uh, quest, I do it because <laughs> I want the XP. And then when they give me a new one, I'll take it. And I'm yeah. just not thinking too hard about it. But so there's that. Um, the other thing we already touched on this earlier uh, when we uh, were discussing the the new duels duel fest. That's something you can catch on November the 24th. It seems like an all an all day thing, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. If you're interested in watching, um, Sottle and Derek Brown will be casting, and it's a $200,000 prize pool. Woo! And if, if you're super into duels, it's something you could probably check out. I don't know. I don't recall them saying anything about drops or anything. Did anybody hear about that? Uh, or... No, but it wouldn't surprise me too much if they did. November the 24th? Yes, That's a Tuesday. Tuesday, bro. I'm gonna be at work all day long. Like, I, why do they do? Why do they gotta do that? And I actually thought it was funny in the announcement. It says we're excited to announce our first ever duels tournament, Dark Moon Duel Fest. Twenty four of your favorite Hearthstone creators will compete for a piece of two hundred thousand dollars. I'm like Hearthstone creators. <laughs> I like scroll down. I'm oh like, oh my god! If the devs were playing, I'd watch yeah. so quick. Yeah, let's go oh, down. Like, I, I, I would be far more interested to watch that. Actually, <laughs> I'm like that would have been way cooler. <laughs> they just missed the word content. Uh, oh, oh! Yeah, it, it should have said content creators, but it just says creators. Yeah, oh, they bring back some of the retired ones. There it's you go. The, yeah, like Ben uh, Brode. Oh, uh, dude, I would pay. I would pay uh, money to watch like, Ben Brode compete in a duels tournament. I'm just you know, saying. I might take Tuesday off if that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> speaking of devs, I uh, so I <laughs> I've been trying to sell this idea of giving like letting us use so select a random class hero, and then yeah. and then have I'm it, behind it and then have it choose a portrait for you because like I mean aside from rogue that has zero portraits, uh, mage has nine now, <laughs> and um, <laughs> <laughs> and the, but the idea that I could say hey uh, any when I play mage. I want to select my, uh, ha- you know, change my favorite 
um, mage portrait to the random mage portrait. And then every time I play, it would be a different one. And so we'll see. I mean, I, I put up a, um, what's it called? A poll. And it was like, you know, I think like 95% said, yes, I would like this <laughs> and had a couple of the devs comment on it actually. So I, I'm really trying. We'll see. You see, got a lot of traction, so I don't know. And, and now mage got the three new J just what we needed the class even more amped up than the class with the most what really threw me off is with mage the portrait that we got for jana's book of heroes from scholomance academy and the and the first portrait uh from this new uh battle pass or whatever they look so similar that i thought it was the same one at first and i was like what Mm -hmm. like I don't know. I mean, I get like I get the the other two. The rank twenty one looks pretty cool. The rank four or the level forty one looks really cool uh, mm-hmm. with the water elementals. But like the the one that you get right at the beginning, like dude, it looks just the same as the one that we just got. What is that? It's like uh, yeah. She just turned her head in a slightly different direction, or her hair's, you know, this I was about to this say, much yep. longer. <laughs> she turn her body this way. She's like, bam! It's like, it's like modeling. They're like, okay, turn now, turn to the left. Now oh turn to my the right. god! And Make a pouty face. <laughs> and so, I, but anyways, I think once we start to unlock a whole bunch of hero portraits, the idea of uh, of doing a random one would be kind of fun. Ah, we lost mm-hmm. Goliath. I hope he's back soon. Oh, he'll come yeah. back. Yeah, um, that would be good. Yo, that level 40 mage compared to the uh, scholar Jaina, yo, that level 40 skin, way better. Yeah, no, I like it too. I like it too. It's like way better. Like when you see it, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, we also got uh, this past you know couple weeks We've got the the whole new battle pass. Oh yeah, let's talk about this real quick before we. And uh... um, there's been a <laughs> little bit of drama. There's been some number crunching, and it, it turns out that if you want to max this thing out, if you were to go to the 150 uh, levels, you got to play a lot. They said something about, uh, I believe it was out of cards. Did some math, and it's about like 12 hours a day. If you wanted to get to the the full 150, but that's I don't think what anybody's going to be striving for. But uh, basically, a lot of people are upset that you're not going to be getting the same amount of gold as you would beforehand doing your regular dailies and getting your three your 10 gold per uh, three wins. And it if you crunch the numbers, it seems significantly less. Um. It it changed while we were speaking though. Uh, yep. Here, yeah, so it. I have the 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 breaking news here. Uh, Celestalon just tweeted. Let me pull it up here real quick. I'm, it's not going to be on the screen, but I'm looking at my phone. Hotfix going up right now. That replaces six packs near the end of the rewards track with gold for a total of one thousand three hundred and fifty additional gold. Ooh, three hundred. Uh, so yeah, I imagine, uh, you restart the client. So they took out the ones that, uh, were giving packs and now they give gold. So they removed year of the dragon pack gives 150 gold, removed skull pack gives 200 gold, removed dark moon fair pack gives 200 removed ashes of outland gives 200, uh, removed 
Madness of the Dark Moon Fair gives 300. Uh, removed Year of the Dragon pack now gives 300. So, um, and that makes sense. I mean, if I'm if I'm at uh, you know sitting here at uh, so this is for levels 33, 37, 40, 42, 46, and 48. Uh, can you imagine you finally hit level 40 like cool my free pack (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 exactly right i've been grinding so hard for that one pack (laughs) so yeah uh, and i'm guessing they they picked doing that higher up for that reason and also that probably nobody's really that high up right now so they don't need to retroactively fix anything mm -hmm. right because it's still still pretty fresh so if nobody's that high they can make the changes to something nobody's achieved yet i wonder if there's a running race anywhere uh going on like first to 50 oh interesting yeah yeah i don't know we do Mm. it we race to legend why not race to to 50 it's just so the my only complaint about it is that it feels slow but Mm -hmm. at the same time um like I, I understand the point that it's supposed to last us for four months. I just, um, I don't know. The one thing that kills me is that like you get to rank 50, there's 10 possible portraits and you can only, uh, you can only get one. So it would take you three and a, what is it? Three and a quarter years to collect all 10. Like, oh man. But by that time they're going to change something, right? And if, if they, you know, something happens and they change it and I'm not able to get one of those, like, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> I'm, I'm so. pretty sure that they're going to make sure that, that we're able to get them all. And you know what? That's, that was really when they did that. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. they really are trying to hold on to us all. Right. Like we, like I, I, I need them all. I guess I'm playing this game. I'm in for the long haul. I that was in any way, but that's a, a three year investment. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, just, hey. I have a feeling that they're going to add in others later on, um, oh, or for reasons we'll get into near the end. Well, and this hey, is why I like I like what Nate's suggestion to have the random hero. Yeah. Because if the, we're gonna have this rewards track every single expansion, um, there's gonna be a whole whack of hero skins. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So lots and lots. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots. Which. I, I can't believe it. it took this long to get, but hey, real quick before we switch it up, uh, everybody listening and watching, at least for right now for this first expansion, I want everybody to push. I want everybody to get level fifty, but if you fall short, it's cool, but it's not cool. I want everybody to get it so we can all discuss like the ups and downs and then see going forward if it's worth it. Because in my mind, if it's going to be the grind that I think it is, I don't think I'll do it every expansion, but definitely this one. Because I want that damn rogue skin. Why are there, <laughs> why are there, yo, why are there 47 shamans and his three rogues anyway? I know, I know. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you guys before we move on to the to the um, the lore. Are you guys doing the paid battle pass or no? And why? I want to know why. Goliath, what about you? I did. So, so like I said, I'm I'm free to play in my approach to cards. I like slowly building the collection from earning the cards. Cosmetics are the only reason I've ever actually ever forked out real money for a bundle. So I just kind of considered that since I did get the 80 buck thing for free in a technical sense that I could afford to splurge 20 on the 
Battle Pass, because now remind me, maybe I'm misremembering this, but remember those first three store skins, the Magni, the Illyria, the Medivh, mm-hmm. weren't they 20 bucks? I think they were 10. 10. Okay, yeah, 10. 10. So, they, so, that, so 20 bucks back then, what it could buy was two skins. Now you get uh, two sets of three skins for a hero, plus the a golden card, plus the special coin, plus the, the special uh, hero and card back. It overall feels like not a bad deal compared to how things have been doing so far. I don't that's feel a like really this is good Blizzard just amping yeah. up prices because mm-hmm. they're greedy. So I felt it was fair, so I I splurged on it. I, I tried to reduce my spending on this sort of thing, but I, I couldn't grind enough gold fast enough. So <laughs> The uh, warrior skin looks pretty cool, I will say. I really like that because uh, it's about time. Where, I mean, Mike, you talk about Rogue a lot. Um, and yeah, Rogue has the most you know shafted end of the stick. Warrior doesn't have that much either. And uh, so, so far they've had... Warrior got Deathwing, True, true. Yeah, thank you. But and you have what I really cars. like... Well done. That's true. <laughs> you guys, you but got, what I really like stuff, is man. that this is expanding Hold up, what, you mean, man? what the flavor Yo, of Warrior where's Labor? is. I need Labor Sangre in here. Where's my rogue brethren? Hold up. <laughs> Warrior's got the coolest skins. Hold up. <laughs> I love this. I love this. There are only okay. There's only one rogue skin because rogues are so stealthy that you can only find two of them publicly. The rest are hiding. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing. Here's the thing that warrior has always felt very limited flavor wise in a sense warrior is some bulky person who wields a bunch of weapons and has a bunch of armor there's lots of different ways that you can imagine the flavor of being a mage or a shaman or whatever you know different <laughs> ways it goes so i'm really glad that this skin helps to expand what the flavor of warrior can be this is a supernatural uh angelic like being she's uh, like a valkyrie who- right Yes, exactly. Or Valkyr mm. is the Warcraft version, uh, which is its own set of lore. But basically, that b- very connected with the warrior type of flavor, but branching out, expanding how being a warrior can feel in Hearthstone if you have that skin. So I really like that th- they chose this as our first one. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That just oh, oh me both. You have lots of armor, huge weapons, smash, smash. I'm Hulk. <laughs> to end right. my piece, I like the rewards track. It's cool to see the number move up. It's cool to collect the bags of money. I'm I'm with it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, Hydra, are you paying? Do you pay for the battle pass? Uh, yes, I did. I, I mean, originally when I thought about playing on the multiple servers thing, I figured for <laughs> NA, I gotta at least do it on that. Account. I'm not going to do it on the other one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay. This not, is like not, turned into the happening. ongoing drama of Hydra's yes. multiple server accounts. So and just like wait only... until they all find out of each other's existence and confront you on your unfaithfulness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? I'm... You spend most of your time with NA? How dare you? <laughs> on, on this episode of, of 90 Day Hydralisk. And... You <laughs> <laughs> oh, just have some drama going on here. It's great. Oh, man. I think the biggest problem is that like once you start, it's like a drug. Like You can't stop. Like You, you start on all three. Like the, Once you're doing it, you're like, okay, 
I I have to make sure like my dailies like I've laid in bed before and gone like crap I don't think I did my day my daily quest on Asia like I gotta I gotta oh, go do that before no. I go to bed and I'm like this crap so I like run out of the room I go do it it's like okay I just got to play three games with Rogue that's fine and I just queue up Odd Rogue and I play like three games with Odd Rogue it's like okay I'm good and it's 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 a weird bad habit like I I don't spend an excessive amount of time playing the game like a ridiculous amount to the point to like it's taken over my life but there are those moments where i'm like oh no like i I, i'm gonna lose gold so sometimes like asia gets the shaft a lot asia really gets the shaft Oof. uh unfortunately sorry asia but that's that's the one like i did i didn't have a lot of gold for the expansion. I, I've got to tell you that uh, on out of cards uh, in the Discord server, sometimes the, the the writers play battlegrounds together. But a lot of my co-writers are in Europe, and so they tend to do on the EU servers a lot. And they're like, "Ah, Goliath, you know, you should join us. Just make an EU account." I'm like, "No, no, I have seen what happens when people do that, and I have a bit of an addictive personality. So it's I addicting. Thank you. You have been my cautionary." to never give in and make that EU account and, just and you to know play Battlegrounds. What's crazy is, like, Slizzle does it, and he is, like, he hits Legend on all three every single time, and it seems like a breeze for right this here. guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I, I wonder, I'd like to talk to him about the how he's doing the re- rewards track, because I know that he's free to play. Like, he doesn't spend any money on the mm. game at all, and he plays on Legend on all three I'm servers. Impressed. So, anyway, enough about yeah, that. Maybe we should. Temptation to that. We, maybe we should get into the the meat of the show. All right. Ooh, yes. So now we're in a half in. <laughs> Time's up. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Lock in. All right. Let's all go. right. Timestamp, baby. An hour. An hour and sixteen minutes in, and we're starting the lower episode. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, we're all caught up. You know what I'm saying? Gotta get warmed up. Hey. All right. All right. All right. Let's talk about the dark moon fair all right go yes. ahead it's all it's all you buddy all right now by pure coincidence i just so happen to be wearing a plaid today so let me get my ben road on <clears throat> well matt's adventurers today we are exploring the story of a mysterious realm called the dark moon fair the place that is filled with cheer it is a place where the factions it's neutral. There is no fighting in this place. It is a wonderful place. It's fun. It comes once uh, during the first week of every month in World of Warcraft. But there are some sinister implications that we will touch on. So, to get started, the Dark Moon Fair, um, it initially, back in the early days of World of Warcraft, it was this traveling fair that would go around to different capital cities. So it had that whole traveling carnival vibe. Like, you know, when the when the state fair comes to your area, you know, they they they've been traveling around all the different areas and you're and you're their stop. That's what the Dark Moon Fair used to be. Mm. And it's run by a gnome named Silas Dark Moon. Assuming he's a gnome. Uh we'll touch on that. Um and he has what he calls his his family of freaks. Um, they come from all different races in Azeroth, all walks of life. Just uh, and they, they join the carnival, and they are, have a very close bond, uh, almost to a fanatical extent. 
There is one, uh, so that there's not very much direct lore story-wise outside of the game itself. But we do have, at one point, there was a little comic that was made uh, that told a story about one of the members of the Dark Moon Fair who was famed for, framed for a crime, for a murder. And the story is about the whole trying to prove her innocence. Oh, no, we can't in time. We got to break her out of jail. Oh, no, we got caught. Oh, oh look, uh, they, they found the real guy after all. It's basically the story. Mm. But the real murderer escapes. And so they do their own brand of vigilante justice where Silas kind of buries him alive in the coffin of the guy he murdered. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> there's more to this guy. Like the, yeah, like I said, a bit fanatical and uh, he, he doesn't tolerate violence on his fairgrounds. Like I said, it's a place where, you know, no matter what's going on, Alliance and Horde outside, uh, like you don't fight at the fair. But we'll never uh, look at yeah, he, the same again. he got really no. metal at least one time, and it's the implication that this is something that they're perfectly willing to do. Uh, we, like I said, that's the only story that we have. But uh, yeah, so when you guys look at the the friendly, fun gnome who rotates your cards around all goofy like. Remember that he buried a guy alive in a coffin with a dead body at one point. <laughs> Dude, how is his ability not like uh, make your opponent's minion dormant, dormant, permanent with a coffin? Like, oh, dude, what a missed opportunity! <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. But it was the comic that was released quite a while ago, uh, like you know, many many years in expansions ago. I think even before. Uh, you know, back during just the early days in this stage. So not a lot of people know about it. They would have to have some outside, you know, recapping of the story or retelling in order to get people to understand what that was. But that would be pretty awesome, Mike. I agree. (laughs) So let me ask you a quick question. So in the artwork, in the Blizzard official artwork, we've got Mm -hmm. the, um, the, the troll that's with him, right? And I it's was, an ogre, actually. An ogre. I apologize. God, I, I should know better. I, by this. Vastly different beings in Warcraft. An ogre. Maybe I apologize. not in other fairy tales, but in Warcraft. Yeah. Wait, I assume Nate. Uh, did, I say, nice. did I say troll? I know the trolls are the axe throwers. Come on now. The, yeah, uh, you said troll. Uh, the ogre. The ogre. Yeah. It's been a long day. I'll blame it on work. <laughs> um, the ogre that's with him, actually, like, there's a name for him, and he's mm-hmm. in WoW, and I was surprised they didn't make this set. Is, yes. there, is there any lore uh, associated? Well, we know his name is Berth, B-U-R-T-H, and he is Silas's bodyguard. Um, so here's, the, I feel the same way, that there is some significant characters in the fair who didn't make cards. What I'm thinking, and I'll, and I'll mention a couple of them, I'm oh. thinking they say there's that mini set coming. Maybe they'll end up as in that set. That's I'm not going be to bet any money on that, but I think there's a pretty good chance that that could be the case. We don't know how big the set's going to be or how many 30, legendaries. 35 cards. We know 35 okay. cards, but that's it. Okay. We've got one one more coming up, actually, that could possibly be in that as well. So, All right. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah, that, 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 that's Birth, the bodyguard. I feel like I've seen this in a movie somewhere. Like, you know, there's a circus. This guy's a ringleader. He's got the bodyguard with him. Knuckles all big and stuff ready to beat <laughs> someone's head in. 
This is cool. I like this. This good stuff. All right. Yeah. So the next one we have up is the Dark Moon Rabbit. Yes. So what happened around the time of the Cataclysm expansion is the Dark Moon Fairy got a revamp and they had just a little bit of story along with it in the announcement that was in the form of uh, an announcement by Silas Dark Moon. Like, come on, come on to the new Dark Moon Fair as now we have a brand new island. It's an enigma wrapped in a mystery. Like that that's literally the word they use to describe it. And he says, you wouldn't believe the deals that we had to make in order to get it or who we made them with. See, that, that's another one of those little vague things that they say that maybe there's something a little creepy, a little sinister going on in the background here. But everything is always very vague, so we don't quite know. Could potentially be old god influence, but this uh, something to remember is that Warcraft... And Hearthstone is not Warcraft canon. Hearthstone is the exploring the possibilities, the what-ifs or the what-could-bes of things in the Warcraft universe. Just how we have uh, in the real world tall tales, myths, legends, like, you know, Johnny Appleseed, Paul Bunyan, King Arthur, people like that that are inspired by real events, real places, uh, real historical times, but they don't quite get all the facts quite straight, and there's a lot of speculation. That's the way the Hearthstone is to Warcraft. That's where the relationship the stories are. So, but this, the madness of the Dark Moon Bear is exploring what if all these vague things are actually true? And what would happen if they were out in the open in full force? So that's where the old gods come in for this set. But so for the Dark Moon Rabbit, this is a, a world boss that you can find on the Dark Moon Island, hidden away in a little cave. And he looks, he's not a big boss or anything. He looks just like a little rabbit thing uh, that you could easily do with the one kill. Uh, but he is very tough. I believe he is inspired by uh, the a scene from the Monty Python Holy Grail. Oh, um, oh they, yes. 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 Most, that's that's <laughs> the quote. So I don't know if you saw this, but the flavor text for this card is a quote from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. So that's I can't I, I have the most terrible Scottish accent. But if you can, <laughs> if you can read it in your best Scottish accent, that's no ordinary rabbit. That's the most foul, cruel, and bad-tempered rodent you've ever set eyes on. <laughs> yes. So that's one of the you know sinister creatures out. The, the fair itself only covers a certain portion of the island. The rest is very uh, dark woods that are filled with all sorts of creatures, um, including another creature uh, who is a world boss, the other world boss, who I hope is another one who will get made into a legendary in the mini set, a uh, large white wolf named Moonfang, who, if you beat it, you get a cute little pup as a pet that you can uh, do, that you can have follow around with you. But uh, so, so you have the Dark Moon Island, and the only way that you can get to the Dark Moon Island is through special portals that the fair people will set up when the event is going on we have no clue where it's located. It doesn't show up on the maps. So we don't even know if it's in the same plane of existence, technically speaking. Um, so when you go through the portal to the Dark Moon Fair, um, you appear at the uh, top of a, there's a path that winds down through this uh, black forest. It, it, it's always night. And uh, you I have the map up here too. Is this the portal yes. at the at the bottom by this 
by this docs here, it looks like. Hmm. Um, let's see. I can't see what you're showing right now. It looks like there's a long, windy path that goes through the fair and then into some woods. Like- yes, yes. Uh, the, the ending point at the woods is uh, the spot that you spawn in at the fair. Oh, and all right. in order to get down there, if you uh, don't have a mount yourself, you're given the use of it riding a Dark Moon Strider, which is where that card comes into hey. play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and these are a variation of a bird called a Plain Strider or a Tail Strider. There actually was a. They've appeared in Hearthstone before, I believe. In Goblins versus Gnomes, there's a mm-hmm. card that no one ever plays called lost tail strider or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a, a variation of that. They're basically Warcraft's version of ostriches, emus, cassowaries. Um, Warcraft does this a lot where they'll have uh, a slightly fantasized version of a real animal. Like they don't have crocodiles. They have croc lists, which is one of the basic cards in Hearthstone. So I'm certain you've seen that one quite a bit. I've killed uh, many, many, many of these. Yes. Yes, many, exactly. Many, many, many. <laughs> In the Barrens? Is that, is that where they are? Yeah. 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 So this is where, yep, so the Dark Moon Strider. And as you are riding down through the Woods of the Fair, there are several signs, which if you mouse over, they can be a message that I'll read to you now. It says, ahead of you, down the path. A majestic magical flare. Ignore the dark and eerie woods. Ignore the eyes that blink and stare. Fun and games and wondrous sights. Music and fireworks to light up the nights. Do not stop. You're nearly there. Behold, my friend, Dark Moon Fair. (laughs) But you notice that they mention those blinking eyes and the dark and eerie woods. Like, Mm -hmm. in their own promotion material, which... Like I, I okay, so I, I only took one PR writing class in college. Still, I think that emphasizing the things that should be ignored, the creepy stuff surrounding you, that's not the greatest PR move in my opinion, but uh, they, they have it anyway. And so, yeah, that's when you take down to the Dark Moon Fair. And so one of the, the key things, the fair is basically full of a lot of mini games uh, that you can play. So first you have to buy tokens that you can use to play the games, which you will then earn tickets. And through those tickets, you can save up to buy various rewards. Some are game type of things, which can help to increase uh, the power or the duration of certain armor pieces. Um, Most of it is cosmetic. And one of the most expensive ones uh, is a mount that actually made it into a card, the Dark Moon Dirgeable. Oh, yeah. That- Wait, sorry. Hold it. Can I just yeah. want to let me interrupt for two seconds? Just to Sure, say. sure. Uh, art appreciation moment that the Dark Moon game token and the new coin, the art is basically um, thank you. the art is identical. It's perfect. Yeah. Like, the new coin is the token. Like, that's awesome. And then, and like, I love it so much. And, and like the artwork from the Ticketmaster, like the ticket, it, it matches the ticket in the Dark Moon Prize ticket. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's really cool. They, That's right on point. It, it's so on point. And and I understand like we're doing coins, but like 
it was such a mm-hmm. it was like the golden opportunity the to have the game token be the coin it's yes so yeah. yes I, I was so excited when i saw that i think i think that the special uh dark moon coin is pretty cool too that one doesn't have me get at the end of the uh of the progression path but this uh this token right here that is straight out of the game yeah, i'm guessing that this one does turn gold if you have a full golden deck it does yeah, yeah, I think that's the way that all the coins are going. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to play it all golden deck for fun. I haven't. Well, that, I haven't that shouldn't at... be hard for any of you guys. No, right? no, no. Yeah, <laughs> this is I, Wednesday I for you. It in all gold deck yet, so I wanna huh? want to see how shiny it I is. I don't have no gold decks. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous habit. Guys. It's a dangerous they have, habit. It's, they have uh... the palatial estate, you know, up near uh, Portland in Canada. I'm just in New Hampshire, broke, chilling. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> You saw me, brown chicken, standard player. No gold. <laughs> but anyway. All right, all right. So we have the Dark Moon Dirigible. This is so you get this as a mount, right? Yes, it costs a thousand Dark Moon token, which I should emphasize that. Uh, sorry, Dark Moon <laughs> tickets. You have to save up for many months. This this thing is only available. So all the mini games that we'll talk about are dailies so you can do them once a day and get a couple tickets from them there's occasionally a couple other ways that you can get some tickets uh mainly by uh, if you have this dark moon guidebook and you can randomly get drop things that you can turn in uh for some extra tickets one of them to sage um but yeah so and it's only available for the first week of every month so you have to save up for quite a bit, a long time, in order to get a thousand tickets. Uh, so this thing is quite the Dark Moon prestige to show off. If you, the if you have this, it shows. Yeah, I am a real devotee of playing the Dark Moon Fair. <laughs> if you've said this already, when was the first appearance of the Dark Moon Fair? So the Dark Moon Fair itself, it, it, it was initially in the. So- traveling circus style from early on the very beginning of the game around the classic era uh, before any of the expansions came out around the cataclysm expansion is the time when they got the dark moon island okay Okay. changed format that's when all of this stuff the uh these a lot of these particular games and the whole token and ticket currency all of that came with the rebranding when they that got that came with, with the island so that's when you could first start collecting to earn yes. well mm-hmm. and i noticed there. that it okay. got an art update right like we had talked about this in the last one that um like with scholomance academy and uh i don't know it looks like this one as well like when i was looking up the art i see some that are older and then i see some that look updated and so was this something um like, did this happen when they got the island, or is this just a you know as the game has updated over time? Probably the major thing was when they got the island, but every expansion, or I, I'd say almost like every two or three expansions, they get really big graphical overhauls that they put in things, and so they'll uh, reskin, they'll update the uh, appearances of a lot of old stuff. Not everything at once. There's actually a couple instances where, like Calicos, for example, uh, you know, the big blue dragon from uh, Rise of Shadows. In his human form in Warcraft, it still hasn't been updated. 
So it looks really weird. So he has this really low textured human face standing next to all of these high textured humans. And it looks really off. So they don't do everything at once, but they tend to do major over for various different things every uh, two or three expansions or so. So I can't tell you exactly when these particular images got their overhauls, but it, it was likely around one of those times. Now with the fair in general, you see like that eyeball is very prominent on mm-hmm. kind of the banner. Oh uh, God, imagery. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, we're, so I, I guess, I don't know if we touched on this ba- br- very briefly, but like, we're skipping the old gods for now because the old gods, it's enough for a complete separate episode. Mm-hmm. But- Let me put it this way. The old god story starts before Azeroth existed. We're talking the very beginning of reality in the Warcraft mythology. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot to cover for that. And we would we'd be here way too late uh, but- if we started doing that now. Is uh, but is there the influence of the old gods in the Dark Moon Fair, or well, not that's so much? The thing. I mean, or do it's we? It's hinted at. There mm. are all these implications. Um, all the like I said, the the signs, all the eyes going around. Um, like you feel implicitly that there's something there, but nothing is ever explicitly stated. It's one of the few great mysteries that still exists in Warcraft. And it's one of those things where you feel torn because you like learning the answer to a mystery. Like, you know, when we read mystery stories, we like knowing what happens at the end. But you also want to have some elements of mystery preserved so that it makes the world feel a lot bigger when there's all these things that you don't know. Um, So kind of want there to be confirmation kind of don't uh it's 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 a bit of a toss-up and i'm sure most people feel they're somewhere along the line of being torn between the those two views on it um i'll tell you there, there is one thing that i didn't mention uh there's a lot of ghosts on dark moon island that you can only see when you're dead in the game. Like if you oh, die to one of the mailboxes, you're walking around as a ghost. You can randomly come across other ghosts that will have uh, bits of vague, riddleish dialogue hinting at their past. All people who worked at the fair, people with various backgrounds running away from problems, running away from their old lives. Like there's this goblin who was trying to escape a debt. There's this one guy whose family tried to kill him when he was a kid. And Silas took him in and they worked at the fair. But then something happened to them. Uh Probably in the dangerous woods outside the fair. Um, there's, uh, there's like an undead cannibal out there. There's the, (laughs) there's like, yeah, yeah. Her name is like Jenny Green. That, um, she, is she's a food vendor who sells the flavor text indicates that the stuff you're buying is made of human remains oh, or gross. something. Wait, wait, what's yeah. her name again? Um, I, I think it's like uh Jenny green teeth or something. Oh, green Let teeth. Me... You cut out last time. Green teeth. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'd, I'd have to Google that right now. To no, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That's fine. But uh, at any rate, so yeah, there, there's a lot there so we don't know how they all met their fates uh but they all had had, they're all haunting the island and everything so that's another one creepy little insinuation type of things 
Uh, it says there's probably something a bit sinister on the loose, maybe the old gods, but again, we don't quite know. Uh, here, Here's uh, one really interesting thing. Remember I said uh, Silas Darkmoon, uh, if he's a gnome. He certainly looks like a gnome, but one of the ghosts that you can run into says that he was from the city of Strom, which is this human kingdom that hasn't existed for uh, like uh, 200, 2,000 years, somewhere along. Uh, and now it's possible he could be referring to a kingdom that was built in its place called Stromgard. Uh, but if he actually just means Strom that says that, you know, when Silas met him, that would indicate Silas is a lot older appears and maybe not everything again something that we're not entirely certain of but just to give you an idea of this sense of mystery this is about the most lore technically that we have about the dark moon fair just all these hints and allegations and theories and everything you know i like it it's Uh, mysterious yes that's fun oh yeah all right so getting back to to the bright and cheeriness of the fair (laughs) right (laughs) So we're get, getting back to the games. We have the uh, the giant cannon. The cannon. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this game is called the Dark Moon Cannon, uh, and the legendary Sima Blastenheimer, which is just a really fun name. Uh, it's, you know, funky <laughs> little gnome. Um, basically, the way that this game works is that she will shoot you out of a cannon after you pay your token, of course. And she'll shoot you out of the as a human cannonball or a troll cannonball or elf cannonball, et cetera, et cetera, um, into the bay, uh, you know, off the coast. And there's a target floating in the water. And you have to press a button to try to activate your parachute at the right time that you land straight in the target to get the maximum amount of points in order to win your tickets. So uh, isn't the flavor text like it's only the third? game at the dark moon fair or something like that i think i think that's on the card this is a really good example of the in-game lore matching the card mechanic where Mm. she launches you out the cannon Mm -hmm. and then you die (laughs) 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 yes yeah this is my i i love i love even just getting the characters and you know the art and everything but when they have a mechanic that perfectly mimics what they do. That is mm, that. That's just like a, I get the most excited during reveal season when I see a legendary and their mechanics. It's like, oh, I know they because they, they do that thing in the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so much yeah, fun. That's so cool. I believe there's an achievement for Hunter Tide with this uh, to do a certain amount of damage by blasting minions at your opponent. <laughs> I believe it. I think they have one for each of the uh, legends. Yeah, because oh, I was. Hey, she's kind of she's kind of short. Is she uh, Silas's sister? Uh, no. She, well, she's a gnome. Um, not all gnomes are related, obviously, any more than all humans are related, except unless you want to go common ancestry. Although technically, gnomes are actually descended from robots that got turned uh, into flesh by old gods again story for another thing so (laughs) but yeah yeah gnomes have an interesting backstory i'm blown (laughs) but Hmm. uh yeah so they're the same race uh but that's about it there's no lord says they're related in any closer way 
All right. Okay, so next up, we've got another game, the Ring Toss. Mm, yes. This is a very frustrating one, at least when I try to play it. So you see the, the cute little turtle that is on the card. Um, basically, you need to uh, toss a ring onto him, but he keeps moving around randomly. Um, he has a name, by the way. It's uh, Dabinko. And <laughs> yes. Yes, the turtle is named Dabinko. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. he and you have to toss the rings around and around. <laughs> and, Wait, and does, uh, he, does he teleport or does he like, like no walk he just he, he he'll like he'll walk slowly and like stay still for a little bit and then just when you're uh tossing it like you, you click to toss it and then just before it gets there he'll suddenly turn around and walk in another direction and it's Really, you have to like try to get down his pattern and be really good with your timing and stuff to anticipate where he's going to be so you can throw the ring when he's there so it lands on him when he gets there at the same time. Oh, it's, it's like surprisingly difficult in a game. <laughs> yeah, he's got to shoot where they're going to be. It's like Call of Duty, we there. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, except with rings. I, I'm not very good at ring toss in real life either, so... <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, so that's that that's that one right there. And then uh, we also have the shooting gallery, which is where Rinling's rifle comes in. Um, so this card is an old god corrupted version of the rifle. Um, mm. So that's not the way it appears in game. But it is this shooting gallery uh, run by a, a sand troll named Rinling, thus Rinling's rifle. And uh, it's it's a pellet gun, so if you were to actually try to do any damage with it in-game, it would do absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> but so it's basically, you know, you have some uh, targets, and you have the ones, and you want to shoot the one that lights up when it lights up. Uh, one of the easier mini-games, and, you know, you get so many points, and then you get your tickets if you are able to get those points. Is that one good to farm? Well, again, they're dailies. You can only do them day so you can't really farm it any more than you could farm any of the others well it must take you forever could, to i would like, recommend it but so how do you get good at the turtle if you can only do it once a day for a week a month like well, no. you get you you can only complete the quest once oh. a day you can oh. keep spending tokens to say, get there... unlimited tries on it like it's once, a once you get there? it you only get the reward one day. <laughs> <laughs> Rather like a real carnival. You know, we'll let you spend a bunch of money on this to get the prizes. But you, you only get the prize right? once. Yes. <laughs> the rifle here looks, uh, it actually also, if you see it on the screen, it looks like the same rifle they use in the screen where, uh, I mean, it's just it's like, what, like a musket or something. Yeah. Obviously, without the eye and teeth and everything. It's been game, corrupted but... by the old gods. Yes. It needs a muzzle on its muzzle, I believe, the flavor says. <laughs> That's pretty good. Count as the corrupted card. It's already corrupted. <laughs> All uh, right. And then we've got the Tonk. Yes. So, Warcraft is interesting in its blend of what level of technology they have. Um, in this fantasy setting, because gnomes, goblins, and dwarves all have highly mechanical uh, aspects 
in their cultures uh, that they're good at tinkering making these things these tonks are actually of dwarven design and they are essentially remote control cars that shoot stuff I, I it's honestly more advanced in this fantasy setting than most toys that i ever saw as a kid um <laughs> but uh, basically the way that this works is that there's this little town uh that you drive around and you want to control your tonk to be able to shoot as many targets as possible while there's these little uh, tiny zeppelins that are floating above it trying to shoot it down. <laughs> and it's, again, one of those, you know, try to get as many points as possible uh, within the time limit type of games. And so that's the the minefield card is kind of representing it, driving around, trying to avoid all that stuff on the track. Oh, okay. it's, it's really interesting. A couple things here that I think are neat. Um is that, uh, you know, when you look at the card, like, it looks like a full-size tank, but, like, in the game, it's a toy, basically, right? Yes. Um, which is... <laughs> like it's a just... little remote control car. But but then, f- like, flavor-wise, it, it makes sense that it launches these little mini-bombs. Because I had wondered, it, it when it the death rattle is, uh, fire four missiles at random that do two damage each. So it's like these little bombs with these little mm-hmm. damage, like... Uh, but it makes sense because they're toys, right? That's so cute. Yes. I mean, it's really pretty funny. Yeah. And, and toys can do damage. I mean, like, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been shot with a uh, Nerf arrow before on uh, when a kid did a full on their Nerf bow and shot at you. But uh, those can leave an impact. So Toys can do damage. This is entirely <laughs> realistic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then after this, moving on, we have the Wackanole Hammer, uh, which is another one of the mini games. It's obviously like Whack-A-Mole, um, but there's these uh, large barrels that you have to go around, and it's one of those things where you want to. It's it's a timed game, so you're rewarded for doing things quickly. But there's a catch because there's three different gnolls that uh, can pop out of the barrels. And they're like stuffed animals on springs, of course, not actual living creatures that you're whacking, um, which is a, which you can see in the artwork. of the, And they actually appear down on the Dark Moon board in the lower right-hand corner. You can click on one of those and it bounces around the spring in the barrel or whatever. Don't know if you've mm. noticed that, but mm. that's one of the things nope. there. And... Um, so there's the basic uh, knoll that can pop up uh, that will give you the default amount of points. There's a large hogger, which you guys know the hogger card and everything. He's a knoll. Um, we'll talk about knolls in a bit more in a minute. Um, and if you hit that one quickly before he goes down, then he's worth a lot more points. But then they also have these little stuffed baby knolls that pop up in like little bonnets and pacifiers and stuff. And if you hit those... Well, that was bad, and you lose points. Um, so it's it's the challenge of being able to have the reflexes of getting it quickly before it goes down, but not so quickly that you don't stop to notice, oh, that's one I'm not supposed to hit, because you don't hit the babies, for crying out no. loud, you know? Nah, because Silas will come after you, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I like yes. this. The hammer also is like straight out of the game. It's great. Yeah. Uh the artwork here is spot on. So mm-hmm. the other two games, uh the next two games that we have I didn't see cards for, so we have yeah. some, uh, 
the Firebird Challenge, and uh, although there's kind of uh, like sparkles in the sky and stuff, and I wonder yeah, if... the, a lot of the mage cards like the grand finale, the fire kind of theme, but there's nothing particularly about the game itself. Yeah, we yet. see some of those kind of fireworks and rings of rings of fire in the sky and stuff, mm-hmm. and then the Dark Moon races as well. Although we have the uh, the Striders, and so maybe that's. Uh, thematic you know right and again things i'm hoping maybe they a bit more into the mini set uh these wouldn't even have to be legendaries they could be commons uh, that would just touch on things a bit but i'm really hoping that we do get a bit more of the complete flavor that they're going to bring on in that stuff and so then those are all of the mini games from which the tickets to get the prizes and stuff but there's other features at the fair some things are just uh, fun to look at um others are things so for the roller coaster and the carousel mm-hmm. um these are actually things that uh you can get like a little book of ride tickets and if you hop on it'll give you a buff that increases your experience and reputation so basically uh while you have it after you rode on one of these rides uh basically you get more rewards for doing the same stuff um kind of like the xp bonuses in the (laughs) battle path honestly and i love this when you after you do it the buff is called and i kid you not we that's amazing it's like i was having so much fun on the carousel that i uh, get more experience out of every pig that i kill or whatever that's funny so i have here the carousel up and so we've got revolve and the carousel griffin Mm -hmm. um oh my gosh i did not get the pun on revolve till this exact second you did it no until like i didn't realize i'd never looked at the carousel devolve Revolve. Yeah, yeah. Now that I know it's carousel tied in, like I didn't even think about that. Like I. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the flavor is pretty is pretty spot on. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, that's an old god. This is cool. Carousel, but. And then then, the the roller coaster here. There's a couple cards as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. The cascading disaster (laughs) and and derailed coaster. Do we um. Uh, does the does the roller coaster ever get derailed? I would hope not. But. Not to my knowledge in the game, though. Mm. That I, I have seen a lot of jokes that you guys remember the safety inspector card. Um, there are a lot of jokes that I see. At least the community make about you know, oh, watch out! You know, if this is goblin made, then chances are that you can't trust it or whatever. <laughs> but. <laughs> Goblins put getting something built quickly ahead of getting it built properly. That's kind of their thing. Um, oh. So it would, yeah. So, but as far as game wise, it never goes off. Story wise, I think it would be very likely that it wouldn't like this uh, though no official lore exists on whether it does or not i will say that this uh the caris or the uh roller coaster is probably the most iconic part of the fair uh which is interesting I- because it's actually iconic. new to the fair they ah i see what you're doing there uh... yeah that's right i didn't <laughs> it was actually only added like a year ago to the fair oh so. interesting yeah, yeah. They they always add, you know, they have their big patches, the big content release 
they like to add, sometimes just add small things in between uh, or as a part of it alongside. So once they're like, yeah, so we're having the large badge and you're going to go to this undersea place and this place with a whole bunch of robot gnomes and uh, and we're having a roller coaster, the Dark Moon Fair, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that, that that was like part of a BlizzCon announcement at one point. <laughs> so, yeah, nice, so that... nice, nice. All right, playing with the coaster on the game board. It's, it's fun. It <laughs> yeah, fun. I I like this a lot better than some of the previous game boards that we've gotten. Like more than the Ashes of Outland, for example. This mm-hmm. just feels more alive and interactive a game board than some of the other mm-hmm. ones that we've had there, before. Like a big like Ungoro Crater style effect. That like happens on this game board. The, the roller coaster oh, will. I found the coaster itself will travel around the various parts of the yeah, game board, but, though, which, which is, again yeah. makes it feel alive. Like I was saying, you know, like it pops out of the bottom right. I know that. Yeah. By the yeah, way, but... this this cascading disaster card. Uh, I've had it played against me over the past week, and it's better mm-hmm. than I anticipated. I haven't it, seen it yet. <laughs> it's 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 plus. A plus. Uh, I believe it. I don't. I think we probably rated it fairly low. Um, <laughs> Edit the sheets. Edit it. the sheets. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> um. But but yeah. Anyways, the uh, yeah losing three minions for four mana was really tilting. <laughs> oh man. But uh, apparently uh, they they did not survive the derailed roller coaster. <laughs> All right, so we have the petting zoo here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a number of different creatures uh, that we see. And I was looking at it earlier because I had thought we had chatted right before the show. And I was thinking that the, uh, the uh, ch- what is it, the trampling rhino may have been one. But it turns out it was just old graphics. And it's actually some kind of uh, lizard instead. <laughs> yeah, it's called a thunder lizard. Um yeah, that the the old graphics do sometimes make things look a bit too similar to each other. But uh yeah, so this is basically it's uh menagerie bazaar and they spell it uh they don't spell it bazaar as in like the normal where you go and buy something. They spell it bazaar as in strange, uh with the B I Z Z. And uh it's basically the whole come and see all the exotic creatures from all over Azeroth type of thing. Uh, mm. Like, you know, re- re- real exotic zoo type of stuff. And they have the little petting zoo area, which is where the card gets its name from. And it's also where the Don't Feed the Animals card is set. Uh, with the, Hunter really went, because Hunter is all about beasts and everything. So it made sense that they would really draw on the uh, menagerie flavor for a lot of their stuff. As well as the projectiles from the cannon and the gun. Yeah, a lot of that stuff just lent itself to the Hunter flavor really well. Yeah, no, that's really interesting, and I think we saw Menagerie as kind of a theme for this set um, as far as, uh, you know, just like a new archetype for the warrior yeah. class. And I was going to ask you about Ringmaster Watley. That's a that's a new mm. creation, right? Yes, he does not have any particular lore, although I would love to see that character get a model here in the game and That'd it's cool. not unheard of for them to take hearthstone characters and add them to wow they did well, it they did with Sir uh, Finley and the league of explorers uh so i'd love to see him get added into the darkman fair because why not he's pretty cool looking yeah okay the next one up that we have is the uh the death match uh yeah pavilion 
Yeah, so this is what the shaman class is drawing a lot of its theme from. So this is a game. It's sort of. Basically, it's an arena. Because like I said, there's no fighting at the Dark Moon Fair. Yeah. Except in the Deathmatch Pavilion, where it's basically a gladiatorial arena where you can go and have a free-for-all PvP stuff if you want to. Um, on certain, uh, around midnight or so, there will be a chest that appears that you can fight over um, and will get you some rewards if you're the one who comes out on top and no one kills you before you can actually open it. <laughs> and Okay. Yeah, actually, it, it's rather similar to, uh, if you remember the arena treasure chest from Rastakhan's Rumble. In the Gurubashi arena, there's something very similar where okay, at certain times of the day, a treasure chest appears and the thing is, when you click on it, it is like a, an action bar to complete the uh, action of opening it. And that can be interrupted if someone hits you. So the thing is that you need to make sure uh, in both of these things that you take down the other people so that there's no one around to hit you to interrupt you trying to open the chest to get the prize. Mm. And so they uh, they really they went into right. this. Make sure the other wrestlers are on the floor before you climb the ladder. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the flavor text says, worth it for the stuffed toy at the end. <laughs> yeah. And then the, uh, then the legendary that I'm not showing right here, uh, the uh, the dwarf. She's an original character. She's uh, they, they they found a way to lean in. They're making her. They're like, oh, she's one of the champions of the deathmatch arena uh, with oh. her lightning hammer abilities, uh, being a wild hammer dwarf because they're a type of dwarf that has uh, shamanistic abilities. A lot of the time, they 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 tend to kind of have the Thor type of thing with lightning and hammer. Oh, that's um, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's okay. uh, so in the. That that's kind of how they're linking it with the shaman flavor in general for this set. Hmm. Okay. Like to see that? Okay. Hey, real All quick. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played for I played for six years. Skullamance was a little maybe a little more, but this one, this one is Skullamance. I love the the artwork, but also the lore episodes make me say this. But it's cool to see and hear like what the wild WoW story is, and to see like the artwork and the card. Like yeah. this is this is like a total different experience than playing Hearthstone, dude. So I'm mm-hmm. loving this. Thank you, thank you, Nate. Thank you, Hydra. This is cool. Yeah, this yeah. is a blast. I love it. So I love it. And something that they uh, the Hearthstone devs talked about is when they can just use some of the art in the cards to tell even just like mini stories that are a part of it. Like how, you know, there's this character, you have their minion, but you see them also doing an action in the spell and just kind of shows a little story about them, you know, uh, doing something in this setting. And I really like that aspect of the Hearthstone as well. Yeah. And I think Mm -hmm. they just started that with Skolomance where, and I saw the dev saying that as well, where, with the legendary cards, they were trying to do other cards that show that character in them doing something. Yeah. We saw that in Skullamance as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this cool. in this set also, and I think that's that's been pretty fun. Yeah, keep doing that. Agreed. I'm really interested in the next one because I think that this is a, a more of a, a major character here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we have Sage. Seer of Dark Moon. So Sage is a null here. Um, so, gnolls are basically anthropomorphic hyenas. 
they tend to not be the brightest. Um, Hogger is the most famous one, the leader of the called the Riverpaw tribe. Their point of origin is unknown, though generally in Warcraft, most animal-type races are descended from some sort of powerful animal nature god or uh, created by them in some fashion. But we don't really know anything about created the by. animals. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> that was good, Mike. You, I like it. <laughs> you got to go take a shot. That's the rule on the show. If you say created by, take a shot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't have any booze in that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they are uh, actually one of the low-level races that if you play a human end up fighting, they are big problems with uh, uh, against Stormwind. Um, but Sage is unique, and he is pretty much the only Null who is style to you. And so he has this little fortune-telling tent, uh, kind of in a bit of a back corner in the fair. And if you go to him, there's this uh, fun little thing where... Uh, he'll he'll do this completely for free. You don't have to pay any tokens or anything. Um, where he'll ask you some questions and you can choose some dialogue. Um, and then depending on how you answered it, you'll get a unique buff um, that for a little while that increases one stat or another. And so it's like, hmm, I can see you your future and based off of the way you answer my questions this is who you are and that affects it and so that's what's affecting his uh, flavor right here where he's all about you know uncovering the secrets of you know what something really is so for every secret that you trigger he's getting more cards that's clever i like that that's mm. a good uh, good ability there mm-hmm. uncovering the secrets so they did great on the artwork for this including the red crystal board. yeah so mm-hmm. I thought that was an apple. <laughs> In the World of Warcraft no. picture, I thought that was an apple. <laughs> oh no, no, that that Sage's crystal ball, right? Oh, what, man. what's a carnival so fortune teller without one? Well, I was looking. No, nah, I was looking behind him. I thought that blue orb with the crystal you know, with the mist. I thought that was something, but never mind. Ah, <laughs> I see. Yeah, no, that's just the lighting behind him because they yeah, they love- uh, they made him look. Uh, tint in this uh, art then mm. he tends to appear in game with the lighting got you very cool okay well what would be a fair with no live music right yeah uh, oh is it time elite <laughs> toron chieftain uh which has been a card before uh, which mm-hmm, i, mm-hmm. I maybe you guys can tell me this exactly how did you originally get that card because now it's hall of fame Druid. yep it's a BlizzCon thing. Oh, okay. Just why they made it where it wasn't, you know, a super powerful ability. But okay, that that makes sense. But yeah, I believe it was only Golden was BlizzCon, and you could just craft the, the okay. regular one. As as far as I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Elite, the Golden version of Elite Torn Chieftain can only be obtained as a promotion from purchasing uh, either the ticket or the virtual ticket for BlizzCon 2013. A little late for that. Uh, yeah, you can get one. You can get one uh, on eBay for like seven hundred dollars. My man said eBay. Yo, no, you did not stop it. No, I'm not joking. I'm past of your blingtron whaleiness. I it's and the golden one is uncraftable. 
cannot be crafted, cannot be disenchanted. Uh, the uh, regular version of Elite Torn Chieftain can only be obtained through crafting. And guilty. it's not a good card. I am guilty, it ha- but it yeah. has very, very awesome entrance animation. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I it's, can't even remember what all its cards, because it, it gives you like a random card. It's None of them are, mm-hmm. are good. Yes. Uh, well, no, they're, the they're not good, but they certainly rock. <laughs> <laughs> and so, hey, at least now we have a version of the character regular. You don't have on an old ticket to get um, in Golden. I so, love that he's uh, he's playing the drums with this giant hammer. Yes, that's yeah. Chief Thunderskins, the drummer of the band. Um, mm-hmm. But often serves as the mascot because he has a Toron, and it's called Elite Toron Chieftain. So here's the thing. Elite Toron Chieftain is a real band made of Blizzard employees. And they have a virtual version of themselves in the Dark Moon Fair. Stop and it. they even made it as a hero in Heroes of the Storm. Elite Toron Chieftain. Like he he has moves like Power Slide and Mosh Pit mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So the cards that you get that you were talking about from that original card, uh, there's three of the Rogues Do It, uh, Power of the Horde, and I Am Murloc. Those are the names of songs they've written. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's good flavor. Mm-hmm. I, I do have a question, it's though. It's a pure flavor card, that, that one. Uh, so the stage here, it looks like the name... It looks like L O O E T C. Is that something different, or it looks like a lightning bolt? I don't know. Do you see what I'm talking? Is that about? a nine? Hmm? I don't know. Are, Are you stayed, talking about yeah. the original one or the new? Well, the one at the Dark Moon Fair has got them on a stage, and there's like a banner with the band name on it, and it doesn't say E T C. It looks like is it L ninety? Is it? Oh, it's level 90. That's got to be L90 ETC. Level 90 ETC. Right. Oh, okay. That's what it is. That's what I don't it play. Is. I'm just guessing. I don't no, know. no, 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 right. no. You've got to be right because I know with some of these expansions, my brother used to play a lot, and I remember some of the expansions, like if you you know came in with this expansion, it would level your character up, right? To a... mm-hmm. oh. So this is level 90 ETC. That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. God. It's like the dragon. I'm so look at my level type of thing. What a a (laughs) silly, that's an inside joke for sure. Okay. So uh, the members of the band, it looks like an orc and a troll and the, uh, the Torin and what is that a human or an elf in the middle and a dwarf maybe. So it's a whole different group of, uh, of characters here. Yeah. Each of them representing the actual blizzard employee that makes the band. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, there is an OTK deck with ETC. I don't know how good it is, uh, but it exists, and so uh, we'll have to try that at some point. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see the combos for this. But Warrior's pretty good with Rush. It's one of the ones that it's the mechanic is a bit stronger in that class. So mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward. I don't have this card myself, but I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the combos that people can make with it. The, uh, yeah, it's, the, it's like uh, the, it's like the whole power sliding thing stage. The entrance, the, uh, the entrance animation on this one as well is super cool. Is it? Oh, does, yeah. it does the power slide in? Uh, <laughs> it, it does it, something. I don't recall, but it was. I saw it once, and I was like, "Oh, whoa!" Yeah, it's <laughs> like a lot of like energy, adrenaline. It shows the letters ETC. It's like 
it's one of the best like animations I've seen in this game. I was like, damn, for a one four, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so and then one other thing that you can collect in the uh, in the game are these Dark Moon cards, right? Yes. So Whoa. how do these how do these work? Like the artwork on the cards is super cool, but I don't Yo. understand. So I I looked them up: Berserker, Death, Greatness, Illusion, the Blue Dragon, Crusade, her- uh, Heroism, Madness, Maelstrom, Twisting Nether, Vengeance, and Wrath are the different Dark Moon cards. But like, what are the cards? Yeah. So the cards are things that you can collect if you have the inscription profession which basically means you, you can make them uh but some of them can only be gotten off of uh powerful boss enemies around the world like in various raids or world bosses or what have you and the idea is that you eventually work to collect them all and when you do they can be turned in at the dark moon fair uh and you get a special trinket uh, which gives you special abilities that is that deck. So it's like these are powerful, magical cards of unknown origin, maybe old gods. And uh, actually, one of the little hints is that if you talk to the uh, Professor Thaddeus Paleo guy, who is the one who turned the cards into, he says, like, oh, have you heard of these cards? If you find any, the master, oh, I mean, I would be very interested. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so, so these are just two of the possible deck trinkets that you can get in the deck of chaos and the deck of lunacy. Oh. I love the art on these things and I love their crazy effects. I also just love the meta of there being a card in the card game of Hearthstone that is a deck of cards that influences your actual deck of cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Well, and if you look at the artwork, number one, right? Deck of Lunacy, it's Sage is the one holding the cards, right? I yeah. Mean, that's that's got to be mm-hmm. Sage. He's trying to post yep. it up like a tarot card in a sense. It's like, oh, I think you're... Uh, yeah, and then the artwork on the it. madness of the uh, for deck of lunacy is the madness card, mm-hmm. uh, like it's the art straight from that, which is really yes. cool. Uh, yeah, the flavor is like spot on. I I I'm just so impressed. Like, and it makes me sad uh, that like so many people don't know about this stuff, right? Like, that's why I'm here. Yeah. This is awesome. That blue dragon card, that's Malagos, right? I, that's my boy, Malagos. Yeah. Blue dragon. It must be. be. No, yeah. And, and for death, it's uh, Deathwing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely Deathwing. I can see the big metal jaw. Um, so, Which one of these cards is Chaos? Am I blind? Uh, let me move the artwork here real quick. Uh, I Let's see. I don't see no. There, I don't see one for chaos. I don't. I don't know. think okay. you, you don't have that one up on the screen right now. I didn't see. Okay, I, this were, these were all the ones that I could find in the wiki. So I don't know. I mean, it's possible that I missed something. But there, there is the chaos deck. Um, oh, but interesting. There, there were different ones that were added on different expansions, and I think not all mm. of them have the same art uh, okay. in, in that style. You know, there were ones made for higher levels. Mm-hmm. So you're probably looking at some of the original ones. I think the Chaos one came along a little bit later and didn't have 
necessarily get a picture. I don't. Oh, it's, it's possible. Cool. It's still cool to see this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, well, and that, now we know that if it did have a picture, this is what it would look like. <laughs> this also shows what Nate was talking about. Sage is a minion, legendary, and then this is a spell that shows the minion in the mm, uh, card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And in, in, in the same class, legendary, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Not the same deck, but yeah. <laughs> 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 what don't you want all your secrets turned into cards that cost uh, you know a bit higher uh, <laughs> that's funny <laughs> ice block is now blizzard but anyway uh, yeah, there you go there you go uh have has has anyone played these yet i've i've played deck of chaos uh my experience with i've only played it once or twice i feel like it's slow but it's pretty powerful. I mean, playing a three mana nine, nine void daddy is pretty dope, but it, it, but it feels kind of slow to me. I don't think that unfortunately it's probably as good as we hyped it up to be Uh deck of lunacy. I have not played it all. Have you guys, Mike, I saw I, you. Yeah, I played it. Um, one time it was very beneficial for me and the other time it wasn't. So it's, to- <laughs> it, it, it's to- total. You're at a 50, 50 right now. Yeah. If you're looking to hang out and have some fun with the guys, play it. If you're trying to get like you know your friend quest in, sure, but don't play it on ladder for ranks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So then, yeah, so that's that's about all of the uh, basic things we have for uh, connections with the Dark Moon Fair. Um, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing what they come out with in the mini set. But there's not quite as many cards to feature necessarily for this because the set is flavor-wise split in two. You have uh, more old god leany things, you have fair-type things, and of course there's lots of fair-type things that they just created for the Hearthstone that don't appear in the game. But these are pretty much all the relevant ones that do. That being said, this is one of those things where I love when Hearthstone expands on the flavor of something because technically story-wise things are always much larger than they are in the game you know like in world of warcraft you have the huge capital city that is really about the size of a real life city block or something story-wise it's much bigger than that but they're limited what they can game so what yeah. i really like in hearthstone with cards like this like we have you know like the the game master and you know like the the knife salesman or all those different things that you can imagine okay they might not actually be in the game but you can imagine that they are and it makes the whole thing seem bigger in that sense yeah, that's another thing yeah. i just love about hearthstone expanding like this um but then we also have some cards about that are some of the legendaries in this set that don't fit into either of those camps. They're not super old gaudy, and they're not super dark moon fair. Um, some of them, but not necessarily certain what they're doing, but <laughs> they're characters that it's great to have in. Um, uh, yeah, so first up, I've got Grand, Grand Empress Shek Zara. This is the rogue legendary. Right. So this is one that actually does have Old God connection um, because she is the Empress 
of an insectoid race called the Mantid, obviously inspired by a praying mantis by their design. Uh, There's lots of different insect-type races that serve the old gods, and they all look like different kinds of bugs. Uh, But essentially, her thing is that she is the... Empress, her, she was just an egg when uh, you first encounter her in the game during a raid where you have to uh, kill the previous Empress, who has essentially been possessed and is causing a lot of problems. That's for the Old Gods uh, episode, basically. But essentially is that um, recently in the Battle for Azeroth expansion, she uh, pledged her loyalty to Nazoth as the new Empress, and you have to kill her as a world boss and fight a lot of her uh, minions that she's sending these swarms of, you know, giant, uh, you know, human-sized flying insects. And, and they tend to use, they, they use amber a lot. So, like, they'll trap you in amber, either liquid or freezing you in a block of it. Uh, and <laughs> it's one of those things that if you think it was actually happening in real life, absolutely terrifying like like horror movie type stuff that they actually looked realistic, you know, giant Frank Mantis is coming to get you, but uh, <laughs> that's essentially what she is right there. Wow. That's funny. Well, no, and that makes sense that you see the little insects in the background of her card and the eyeball in the background, which indicates the old God influence. That's actually pretty, mm-hmm. uh, mm. all right. Uh, next up we, we've got, uh, Ten Wu of the Red Smoke. Yeah, so this is a character um, without much lore personalized in uh, in Warcraft. He is a character who is uh, he's called a Shadowpan. Basically, uh, in Pandaria, which I really want there to be a Pandaria Hearthstone expansion because there's just so much amazing stuff there. Um, but he's he's what's called a shadow pan. They're basically panda panda ninjas. Um, mm-hmm. They're the like like rogue. Uh, they they have all the cell stuff. Honestly, they they would fit amazing. Oh, actually, there is there's that shadow pan card from the grand tournaments as the the combo ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are like masters of stealth, and they help to fight the mantid and other threats to the pandaren. And, uh, yeah, they, they have, like, this cool monastery that they train in way up in the mountains. And they're, like, they're, most Pandaren are very laid-back and fun-loving. Uh, the Shadowpan tend to be a bit more the, I wouldn't say emo, but they're the very serious ones about, you know, we have to take threat <laughs> seriously and no nonsense and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenure of the Red Smoke mm-hmm. is an anomaly among the Shadowpan and the Pandaren. Uh, his few dialogue things, he's rather full of himself. He's like, I'm so handsome, I'm so talented. You're interested <laughs> in me, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like that that like if you keep clicking on him, he'll say that sort of thing. Um so like he's uh, as a character, he's pretty much just uh someone who's there. You might see him in the background a few times, you might have a quest or two associated with him. Not a major lore character, but really cool to see uh, individuals like this still get a little focus on them in the game when you and they have Hearthstone cards and you remember them when you might have forgotten. 
Yeah. What do you think about a miss of uh, Pandaria uh, expansion? That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those cases where you'd want to focus on a specific region. Because remember for the Ashes of Outland, that was just all over the place covering an entire... Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the different classes were focusing on different regions. So it was very just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and they used up all of Outlands in that. I, I understand why they did it, but I think for Pandaria, you wouldn't want to use up all of Pandaria. You just want to focus on the richness of one or two particular zones. I, see. I mean, how many times have we gone to Northrend? They have the Grand Tournament, the Descent of Dragons, the Frozen Throne. Uh, all of those take place on the same continent, but they're in very different well, locations that. on that continent. Okay. Oh, that's really interesting. Well, I, I just like I love the flavor for for the rogue class of the Shadow Pan. Like, yes, that would be super cool. Uh, just saying, they would make a great uh, additional rogue skin. Uh, just saying, <laughs> I would like that a lot. <laughs> All right, all right, let's move on. So we have the Paladin Legendary of uh, Euro. Yep. Okay, so this one is going to get slightly complicated. That's a huge lollipop. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a gigantic grape lollipop, my goodness. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, my my bad. Just came back from the the dentist. large crystal hammer. She's at the fair, right? That's funny. Oh, man. That was the prize. One, one a big yeah. lollipop. <laughs> that takes you for that, that you never finish and end up just throwing away most of it. <laughs> I with candy canes most years. I can never finish a candy cane. I, I tend to, I tend to accidentally whittle it down to a little point and just stab my mouth and that's it. Uh, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. But at any rate, uh, <laughs> So Yurl is actually from an alternate reality because there was this expansion called Warlords of Draenor, which got really complicated, where basically Garrosh Hellscream, you know, the, the warrior here, he used a bronze dragon to go back in time and created an alternate timeline on his world before it became Outland, uh, back before everything got corrupted. And he decided to invade our reality through the Dark Portal. And it's one of those things that it's a time travel thing you don't want to think too hard about. Otherwise, you get a headache. But basically, the Yurl is from an alternate reality where we go and uh, you meet her and she's very, uh, she's just a naive little uh, priestess who has been captured. She's very young and she has, you know, she eventually grows in confidence power and ends up becoming her people as a strong paladin and exarch, uh, which is a special rank that Dren and I have in their societies. And then, then we, the expansion ends and we go back to Azeroth, and none of that really comes into play with the story again. Because uh, she, she's not in our world. She's back there. But there was, was there is this one thing where, uh, briefly, in order to recruit um, some orcs from that time period, uh, in order to come join the Horde, 
there uh, ended up going back to the world, but jumping many years into the future somehow. And uh, she kind of went a little fanatical and crazy potentially where she's kind of going around like a grand inquisition style, uh, convert or die type of stuff. And I don't necessarily like what they decide to do with her character off screen. Maybe they'll revisit it in the and fix things up. Maybe they won't. I don't know. But uh, that's basically who this character is. Nothing to do with the Dark Moon Fair. Where do, where do we do like even this reality? But... In game now, can you still find her? Well, not in the current story. If, no. if you play through that expansion's content, yeah. you can be mm-hmm. with her and everything. You can see but her. She's she she no longer exists in the game currently. She's in an entirely separate timeline in than the main game story. Like I, I said, like that. Yeah, huh. and I can appreciate the main it. thing that I can say is why they put her in here is where else would they really find... They, there's not really an expansion that they could fit her in properly necessarily because I don't see why they would set one in the alternate timeline, especially since it wasn't a very popular expansion. They they had a bit of a content drought a lot. It kind of has a bit of an infamous reputation among WoW players. But mm-hmm. uh, I think that it's similar to the theme that Paladin had in Whispers of the Old Gods, where it's like, oh, see, the old gods are rising, powerful paladins, you know, like the stand against darkness and all those types mm-hmm. of cards. Mm-hmm. So I think for these two paladin legendaries, and we'll get into the next one, um, that is basically like, let's pick two of the strongest uh, warriors <laughs> of the fight combat. Oh, God. Sorry, chat. Schmoopy. Yeah. Yeah. She's Say playing it. that game at the fair where you swing the giant hammer to hit the bell. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Let's go with that. I don't know if there's flavor text that says anything related to that, but yeah, let's say she's here to win Yo. prizes and kick old gods, and she's already won all the prizes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Let's go Yo, with that. Yo, Goliath. Um, so, like Memnark said, she exists, but not really. She's like my ex-girlfriend. So here's the thing. I watch, <laughs> I watch, uh, I watch The Flash, and uh, often, very often, The Flash will time jump. So when you explain the time jump to me, it doesn't feel that strange. I totally understand what you're saying. Yes, I watch uh, it op- too. It's we, really good. We, we, yeah. Oh, so you guys get it. We, uh, we operate here. She exists here. Garage sidestep. Pull her here. I get it. I totally get it, dude. Okay, good. good. If, if, if you, it's like you said. It makes sense if you don't think about it. So let's do it. Yes. By the way, the flavor text says there can be no neutrality in the fight against darkness, which makes sense with her uh, battle cry. Your deck can have no neutral cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, she actually says that after. after that's the that. that's the flavor text. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were saying that her voice line. She goes on. Your deck can have. <laughs> the meta voice line I'd heard on a card, but yeah. No, her voice uh, line is like Nate said, hammer swing. Ding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's who Ural is. Okay, so next up is uh Lothraxian. Yeah, so he is a really interesting character. So he is, as you can see by his tribe tag, a demon. He was a member of the Burning Legion, but he converted. 
he isn't filled with the fell chaotic energy that demons have and that you wield as a thing that green nasty energy that feeds on life and gives you you know a lot of rush of power at uh you know the cost of life tap and everything uh, mm-hmm. because he met uh he ran into this group called the army of the light yeah uh, with uh, of- T- Tyrellian oh. and uh, Illyria yep. right exactly yep uh yeah they they, they were there uh, he's actually the one who recruited them into the army of the light oh that's uh, crazy oh yeah and so basically when he was a member of the region uh he was charged with hunting down minions of the void so you know mm-hmm. they're like the void lord card and everything so he was because the void is a threat to the burning legion as much as the light is um because the void consumes everything and so he kind of ran into some trouble on one of those missions and then he was kind of rescued and purified infused with the light all the nasty foul stuff was flushed out of him and like he 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 remembers all the stuff that he did and he's like yeah i really regret all that i was mm-hmm. not a good person back then and i want to atone for it so he he's uh he's basically a dreadlord you know like like he's the same species of demon as malganus is but mm-hmm. He fights for the lights. A paladin, like him. paladin okay, demon. So, like when I first saw this card, I knew there was lore. Like yeah, it's so unique. Yeah. I mean, that's super cool. He also so my seems boy, very like, tall. <laughs> so, so he's basically like like Vegeta. You know, what I'm saying he, he used to be bad, but he's a good guy now. Looks bad, but he's for the good side. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Very he's cool. Like, he still he looks like you know the demon body and everything. He's got, but he's all golden and stuff. So. <laughs> Real I, quick, I love when I love when odd paladins play this because then I just revive my taunts and it's game over. Continue, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I I opened this card in golden, uh, and it's it's even more beautiful, like in gold. It's just mm-hmm. the, it's like uh, it's man, it's so cool. Yeah, I saw was- that when you opened it because I considered crafting it in gold just ahead of time because I knew it looked good. I'm like, you know what? What if this card's a whiff? I'm not going to do it. And then it's like, you pop it open. I'm like, oh, I should have did it. <laughs> Just because it's going to be so shiny. Now Nate's got one and I don't have it. It's I very... actually got it. Like, <laughs> that voice. Oh, nice. Nice. It uh, is quite shiny. Nate has one. Jimmy has a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys. All right, all right, all right. The next one up I almost missed and I was like, "Hey, Goliath, what do you think about this?" And uh this is this one's a little bit of a stretch, but uh we have a Scarlet Crusader here. Um who is actually who's actually a vendor at the Dark Moon Fair, right? I mean, yes. I, I sincerely doubt that there's any lore, but uh 6 years later, let's hear it. So, yeah, yeah, she's actually added just a couple of years ago uh, in the Legion expansion. They just decided to add her in there as a vendor. So they, here's the interesting thing. So the Scarlet Crusade, uh, I believe that I touched on them back in the Skullamance episode. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of radical group that uh, was corrupted by a Dreadlord. Uh, but they were very dedicated to completely wiping out all the undead and everything. They did. They didn't know they were corrupted by a dreadlord. They think they're the good guys. Um, so basically, you can 
only talk, you can only get things from this vendor if you're wearing a Scarlet Crusade tabard. Um, oh, that's if you funny. try to talk to her without it, she'll say, you're the reason that the Scarlet Crusade fell, and I have to try to fundraise to get us going again by selling this stuff at the fair. Um, <laughs> if you have the tabard, <laughs> she'll sell you the stuff. And if you're a Forsaken, who, if you're playing an undead and wearing the tabard, She'll say that I'm disgusted with you. How dare you wear that tabard? You are a loving abomination. And then you basically say, look, you need money. Just shove it and let me give you my money so I can buy things. <laughs> like the, the those three different options, the three different unique dialogues you can get from this vendor. That's pretty that's funny. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's good stuff. Take my dark moon coins, you witch. all right well i think that's pretty much it as far as characters and uh, cards from dark moon fair i swear i thought there was something about the effigy the uh, the dark moon statue i thought so too but i couldn't find anything i swear i read it at some point that they burned it on the last night of the fair or something like that but then i couldn't find it again and I couldn't find any screenshots either, and so I don't know. There, it looks some... like something they would put in, but I haven't. Seen, and there's not going on right now, so I can't live game. Yeah, find mm. the screenshots. So maybe it's there, but we don't think so right now. They could add it at some point. Who yeah. knows? And it's it's good additional flavor. Yes. Yeah. Well, one other thing that we wanted to touch on uh, that that Goliath and I noticed that that was pretty interesting was uh, now that there there is this um, when you hit level fifty on the rewards track, you get to choose a new uh, hero portrait, and there is one thing in common with at least nine out of the ten uh, hero portraits, uh, and that that is uh, that they all have armor from a very special set. Mm-hmm. Um, the exception is the demon hunter, but, uh, do can we talk about the demon hunter first? Sure. Yeah. So the thing, so all of the other sets, they all have, are based off of an, uh, special armor set that you'd get from the very first raid in Warcraft, but demon hunter wasn't a class back then. So instead this is, uh, what's it called? Demon's bite. Is, is that is it? Demon, I think it's demon bane. Demon bit or yeah, well whatever it's called, I think yeah, I think that sounds right. Is a special armor set that you could get early on uh, when Demon first came out in the Legion expansion. Uh, in your basically through special quests and accomplishing various feats in your headquarters, which was this really cool, um, uh, basically demon spaceship that you stole from the Burning League as your command center in order to fight against them. Um, basically, it's uh, you could get this armor set, and it's one of those things that if you get the different pieces, like the more pieces you have of the set, the stronger it becomes. And that's something that all of these have in common. They're, uh, well, the others are what we call tier sets, uh, but this is about the closest thing that they could come to it for Demon Hunter, since Demon Hunter is still new in the grand scheme of things and doesn't have all of those uh, past different armor sets they can draw on. But I think it's pretty fitting that they grabbed something that was basically one of the first powerful sets of armor you could get for the Demon Hunter class when it came out in the game. 
and they dressed Elodin in it. Yep. Well, and that's the other thing I noticed is that they matched uh, the name of all of these heroes. Like this yeah. one is Demon Bane Illidan. They mm-hmm. named it after the armor. And so they did that with the other nine heroes as well. And so when you look at the name of the armor, uh, it, it matches up with the name of the, uh, the, uh, the, sorry, the, the name of the, the new hero portrait matches up the name of the armor. Exactly. Uh, so first up, I have the Druid, um, which is, uh, let's see, I don't have the article pulled up in front of me, though. I should should probably get it here. But I, su- I suppose it's uh, Scenarian something or other. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, now not, not all of these armor sets are going to have any individual lore attached to them. Scenarian has a where the Scenarian Circle is named after Scenarius. Uh, who was Malfurion's teacher and essentially the uh, nature demigod who taught druidism to mortal races in the first place, mainly night elves and tauren, um, though other races eventually kind of joined it a little bit. But it's basically this faction-neutral circle of druids um, that work to you know, help keep the balance of nature and all that stuff, and Malfurion is the head honcho of it and everything. So that's kind of uh, what that one is named after. But uh, that's probably the the most direct lore that we're going to get out of any of these others. Uh, What they do all have in common is that they are from the first raid that I mentioned uh, in the history of Warcraft, which was called the Molten Core, which is where you fight a minion uh, that I'm sure all of you guys are familiar with, a legendary. Uh, he screams, die, insects, a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ragnaros was the very first uh, end, uh, end raid boss in, the, his, in Warcraft. And in the raid, as you're trying to get to him, then you would collect these tier sets, these various pieces that would give you powers uh, the more that you had. And so that was something that it was not only something that people really wanted because it was powerful, uh, but, you know, it was also you you had to get the rare drops. Even if you killed the right boss that dropped it, it wasn't at all guaranteed, especially back in the days of Classic, long before I played it, that you would ever actually get the drop. So if you had a full set of these things, that was a lot of prestige that you had. Like, I have the whole thing. This is the most powerful the game and i grinded all this out i had skills with my guild to be able to down these hard bosses enough for me to finally get the armor so that's why i think it's so cool that these are the skins that these Mm -hmm. characters have for getting to the very end which Mm -hmm. i might add so you get this at level 50 correct Correct, yeah Mm -hmm. that was the level cap back in classic so <laughs> you had to be level mm. 50 in order to go into the Molten Core raid and to fight Ragnaros and to collect all of this armor. So it just matches so perfectly, I think. And didn't you say you, you had the, the Fellheart armor for your Warlock? Or something I, I have like a couple of them, yes. Now you can just go into it because it's years old content. And so you can just go around in one shot every and so all by yourself. Um, and try to collect it for uh, transmog purposes, just for the sake of making your character look cool and dressing up. Nowhere near the same prestige, like no no level of prestige it has now. It's just cool looking stuff. 
uh, compared to what it was back then. But hey, some of always, it is really cool looking stuff that you can dress your characters in. You can always play classic. Yes, that that is an option. Although now the classic servers have beyond uh, the molten core, they're getting uh, close to the end. I think the next Ramus raid is coming out in that pretty soon. Yeah. So that is the armor stuff that will be the ultimate prestige for the rest of that server's existence, unless they decide to make new classic server where you're going through everything again. <laughs> I don't know if they'll do that or not, but if they did, then yeah, that would be the place where these particular armor sets would shine the most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. Uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for what <laughs> what what we have for our lore for this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was super fun. I mean, I think we took something that is a re- like relatively small warcraft speaking and they turned it into a full set here with lots of flavors yeah. so, uh that's pretty that's pretty fun i really appreciate you talking about the lore uh it's always very entertaining um, My pleasure. and, and again uh i think we you know I, we said it a couple of times but for those who are just joining us recently uh, the big thing that we skipped out on this time is the old gods uh who have you know, a whole set of lore on their own. And so we'll cover that in a future episode. Yes. Um, But this will be a lot of fun. We do have, um, you know, we were talking about, do we have a deck of the week? And uh, I've kind of been playing a mishmash of things, but I thought, Hey, Mike just hit legend with uh, playing a, um, a deck with a bunch of cards from the new set. So maybe we could talk about that for a few minutes before we wrap up the episode. So, uh, Mm Uh, Mike, do you want to tell us about your? I was just laughing because I looked at the name of the uh, your name for the deck here, and, and someone <laughs> someone brought up the uh, Mike Tyson face tattoo picture. Is, is, is that what you're talking it was, about? <laughs> it, it, it was Doctor Bomb. <laughs> oh, I love Doctor Bomb. It's too faith, funny. Faith paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> faith. Is that faith? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so, so this is a uh, big priest well, deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just. Re- read the cards that are in it real quick for the folks who are listening to the audio yeah. version. Um, so yes. this is the, uh, this is the big priest uh, or res priest, if you will, deck that Mike used to hit legend uh, over the past week. It's got two copies of renew, two copies of penance, two copies of resurrect, two copies of shadow visions, two copies of spirit Lance, two copies of breath of the infinite, two copies of palm reading, OPOP, uh, archmage Vargoth, uh, one eternal servitude, one mass hysteria, two copies of shadow essence, a lesser diamond spellstone, one psychic scream, the lich king, two copies of blood of Gahoon, one mass resurrection, two obsidian statues, two plague of death, and one copy of scrapyard colossus. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. So, so yeah, yeah. Tell us about this. I mean, how did you uh, come across this? Did you make it? Did you put? I've seen different. I've seen like. 10 different versions of this deck. Everyone's still experimenting yeah. <laughs> because we're like one week into the, uh, we're one My week favorite into the meta, stage right? of an expansion. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're, on, we're literally on day three. So like you said, everybody's going to experiment with different stuff. Um, real quick for the people listening to this show. Uh, Cause I'll never admit this on my own streams or on Twitter, but everyone who, you know, who watches and listens, I'll give you guys an insight. This joke, I actually didn't create. I'll be real. <laughs> All right. So, I went online, I Googled, you know, uh, carnival puns or fair puns. And there was a lot of, yo, Nate, get that button ready. 
There was a lot of <laughs> horrible, horrible. This was the only one out of four pages. So I had to use it. I had to. So it, I literally... but, it, but it's so perfect for the priest class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was funny. I was at work and I was actually like not having fun doing what I was doing. Like, I, it, And my phone like buzzed in my pocket and I pulled it out. And, and and Mike's got a joke lined up. Okay, I'll bite. I'll bite. Right. <laughs> what what does a priest do at the carnival? And I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> Get faith paint. And I, just, <laughs> I just started laughing. My coworkers are looking at me like, what are you laughing? And then I like told the joke and people are looking at me like, what the heck? Is <laughs> I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> you must be in a, a particular mood, mindset to appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I, it cheered it, it cheered me up in a, a weird way because it's like the dumbest joke ever. But I just started laughing. Oh man, I could see you. You're like, no. You're like, wait, no. It, it's a personal thing. It's big priest. You know, it counts as oh. druid because druid's oppressive. They're like, what? No, never yeah. mind. Never no, mind. actually, that that <laughs> happened later that day when I told the joke to my wife. And then she oh, said yeah, the same see? thing that it was stupid. Just, and, that is not funny. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, you don't get it. It's a Hearthstone thing because we got this new expansion about the Dark Moon Fair. So then she's looking at me like, yes, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yes, uh, you had to yeah. be there. <laughs> no, I get it. It's just not funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so with this deck, and I know that NHL fan uh, has played uh, Big Priest, I think up to like in the top 10, somewhere up there. And NHL is just like Memnarch, just like Jack, plays like yeah. top 10 legend. So this list was crafted um, because I cannot, like I started the show, I can't stand Aggro Druid. Don't blame me. I was like... I'm going to do something like Big Shaman, but I don't want to play Big Shaman. So I'm going to have a bunch of clears, a bunch of healing stuff. And then once all that's gone, like it's my turn. You know what I'm saying? So I stumbled into palm reading. Uh, I talked about it on our review show. Mm-hmm. I just want to try it out. Uh, a lot of these cards, my goal was get damage, resurrection effects, and healing. Uh, the beauty in this, I've I found along the way. Um, I had like a seven to eight game win streak. Uh, a lot of the times um, I hit shadow visions into uh, palm reading. And it's just like amazing because like I got this turn three play. And even though uh, aggro Jude is really tough, the way this deck works most of the time, like it, I, I have, what's my record? I'll look it up in a second. I think my sample size now is up near 40 because on the screen you only see 22 games. Um, I only have lost a lot of games to the Druids that hit double and biggin. Um, Secret Mage cannot keep up. Surprisingly, I beat Discard Warlocks. I haven't seen a Dark Lair, so maybe maybe that's gone. Maybe I'm not high enough at MMR, whatever. Um, this deck eats slow decks alive. I beat Reno Priest like like nobody's business. Like I can't believe how easy I was beating Reno Priest. And I was like, something... I, got, I was like, and that's when I hit Legend. I was like, there's something to this. So, like I said... I'm all again for uh, Shadow Visions. I'm looking for Palm Reading and definitely Shadow Essence because some games I hit two uh, Palm Readings and I get Shadow down to four. Some games it's just one Palm Reading. You get it down to five. You can play it on Curve. 
um, if you got a turn four play, if you can, because most most time the turn four play is going to be uh, Spirit Lash, Breath of the Infinite. Um, most time they'll be discounted because of palm reading. But uh, if you queue into a slow deck, like you got this wrapped up. If you queue into a fast deck, um, you're looking for palm reading, you're looking for essence, but also some board clears. Like just be smart about it. We all we all play enough to know um, to play smart early on to get to the late game. So with this deck, you want to hit uh, Shadow Essence. Ideally, it hits Blood of Gahoon or Jihoon, however you want to pronounce it, Gahoon. Gahoon. And Gahoon, thank you. Yes. And from there, Gahoon pulls out Obsidian, pulls out Colossus, pulls out Lich King. Lich King has got a near, like, he's got a special place in my heart. It doesn't have to be in the deck. I just put it there. NHL fan has a list that I tried out. I actually like it more than mine. So if you like to have like fun, play this one. What the list NHL has, I'll put in our Discord. For I think it, it's, Check out. it's probably there already. It, oh, it might, cool, maybe cool. it's not. I don't know, but yeah, I've been trying to drop a bunch of lists in over the last few days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, by the way, Nate is the king of lists. Appreciate it, Nate. NHL oh, yeah, no problem. Stuff and dropping in. He, his list is like this one, except minus Lich King, minus the statues. Uh, he fully believes all you need is uh, Vargoth, Blood of Gohun, and the Scrapyard Colossus. And I played the deck. It also has Spear of Sapiens, so you can manipulate mm. if you uh, draw. Into, yeah, if you draw into one, and I actually like his deck better than mine. So if you guys, I, I mean, like this deck was fun, but even though I had to drop the Lich King and the statues, like once you hit that that um, Shadow Essence and you pull a Blood of Gahoon, like it pulls a Scrapyard or it pulls another Blood, and then sometimes you hit Scrapyard and like his deck is just amazing. This is why the guy is like top ten Wild Legend. So I. Uh, it's awesome. I, I'm loving Res Priest. I know people traditionally don't like it, but guess what? I the past month has burnt me out of Agro Druid. So I haven't deal, seen Res Priest in a Thank long you, time. Hold on so. one second. So Blizzard can hear me because we got everybody online complaining. Yeah, for Mike Lowe, people of color, person of color. I stream four days a week. Thank you. I love this deck. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> I, love I mean, I think we got it. We we had a big enough break where it's kind of okay. It's, yeah. we, you know, it was big and then it went away and now it's back. Now here's uh, my, my two, my two little my, minute insights here. I think we, yeah. with blood of Gahoon, we realized that it's better than Yasiraj. People there were asking the discord, like, why'd you pull Yasiraj out of big priest? Because blood of Gahoon is better. Okay. Why is it better? Mm-hmm. It's better because uh, Yasiraj grabs a minion and deposits it, like pulls it out of your deck and deposits mm-hmm. it onto the battlefield where Blood of Gahoon makes a copy of the minion mm-hmm. on your battlefield. And so the minion stays in your, um, you know, remains in your deck. And so you've got yeah, multiple just copies. more and more and more copies. So statue. So here's what people say about statue is that it's slow. The argument is that Scrapyard Colossus has a better death rattle because the death rattle of Obsidian statue will kill a, a minion, but against a deck like Agro Druid, so what? It kills a one one where you've got a Scrapyard Colossus that creates a seven seven with taunt. Uh, so it's got a stronger, um, mm-hmm. it's got a stronger death rattle, arguably. Uh, or you could just include both. <laughs> so you yeah. could, but it's greedy. It is. It is greedy. It is greedy. Um, but you know, I, and so like I, you know, I've seen ten different versions of this deck, and they're all very similar. Uh, mm-hmm. Part of it, I think, depends on preference. Part of it depends on your pocket meta that you're seeing. Uh, I mean, it's the same idea regardless. And so, 
You know, yeah. I mean, like you could take Mike's deck and pull out the Lich King and drop in a second Scrapyard Colossus if you wanted to, but the Lich yeah, King is should. awesome. So <laughs> he, he is fun. I, I love. Yeah. Uh, real quick to add a little bit from play experience, taking out the statue and putting in another Colossus. So I had the same thought as um, Ari. What about the healing? And then once I saw that some matchups, like the the opponent would attack statue and it's only four damage right but with the scrapyard if they have a weapon and they can't clear everything and now they need to use their face now they're taking set uh seven and then playing this deck like you always have it's crazy you always have revives ready so the second they clear it boom here comes that 14 attack uh that seven seven Ooh. back with the seven on the other side like like nhl's deck is so amazing like i wish i played his first before mine but i got, I got legend with this deck like nate said <laughs> They're all different lists here and there, but the same core essence, like yeah. resurrects. Well, and in the past when I've done like deck comparisons or whatever, it's going to be mm-hmm. the same core no matter what, and it's the yeah. same play style. And you know, you can tweak it to your liking or to your collection. You know, I mean, sometimes I forget that we don't all like whale out, and and maybe you don't have two copies of whatever it is. So it's about something different. I mean, it it, mm-hmm. it works. Uh, the other thing I noticed over the past week in playing, you talk about palm reading being OP. Uh, so mm-hmm. palm reading, you discover a card and then and the spells in your hand get discounted. What I didn't know until I played it was that mm-hmm. the card that you discover gets discounted also, which is yeah. like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, it almost seems like a glitch or something. It's no. so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I so I've got. I'm not. Uh, I was lucky enough to. Um, I opened. You can ev- edit that out, Nate. <laughs> I'll mergle you. Please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started. Yeah. If Seems somebody like the card is working perfectly attended. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll do. <laughs> if when people swear on the show, I put Murloc noises over it for the audio episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when mike says get ready for the button that's what he's talking about <laughs> yep um i love it so uh, uh it's pretty funny but yeah yeah i know this uh that card is palm reading is fantastic i saw the updated reno priest lists and and the two cards that we uh suggested definitely made it to the list so uh-huh. they're good priest gets more good cards what's new <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, apparently it was new after Karazhan. Talk about oh, you're right. I I remember the day where they revealed what was that card? Si- not silence. Purify. Um, oh God, purify priest or si- silence priest. Whoa. The the whoa. backlash. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> that was crazy. Every everything I read, everyone's bugging out about this card. It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh my God, I'm done with the game. So many screenshots of un- uninstall Hearthstone. Like, <laughs> uh, to, be, to be fair, it is a really mm. probably pretty bad card. And then I think someone made Silence Priest out of like just to spite. And then it was like, oh, Silence Priest, you should play this. You play an eight eight that can't attack, and then you silence it. And and uh, people start. You know, it was the hot thing for about a minute there. And <laughs> yeah, um, they use that uh, that that um, that plant. It's like a four eight. Yep, that one, and also the the statue. Uh, I remember, yeah, yeah, 
obsidian statue it's no. bad don't play no. it <laughs> yeah yeah just, the, uh, just delete them all there is that there's a boss in the dalaran heist uh that does basically the she has a deck her hero power is to silence because she, she's the librarian so she's all sh- and that's uh, like whenever you play a card at silence so it often is bad for your cards but she keeps playing the cards like that the whole can attack and so then she's suddenly attacking you with all of those mm. so they, they took that and they turned it into an adventure where it's more effective <laughs> Cool, cool. All right, you guys. Well, it's about time to wrap up the show. We're back on our three-hour episode. At least it's not ten hours. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I was afraid we wouldn't have much to talk about to take up. Right, right. No, we did a pretty good job using up our time here. Uh, okay. Well, uh, Goliath, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's My always always. Um, always a pleasure to have you, and uh, we'll have to do uh, another one of these. Uh, pretty soon with some old gods this time. Yes, and, yes. Uh, the the other half of the expansions lore. Right. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a blast. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know, you know, you, you write the articles anyways, but this is something you know we take a a ten minute read and turn it into a three hour episode, and so <laughs> it's just a blast to um talk through this stuff mm-hmm. and get to ask questions and hear all the stories, and it's uh it's just so much fun. I I feel like it's a true um it's an experience, you know? So thank you so much for, for all the work that you put in and for spending your evening with us. Yes. Oh, my you. pleasure. Uh, where can people, uh, find your content, the content that you make? I know you work with out of cards and, yes. uh, where, but where can people, um, find your content? Well, uh, you can find all of my lore on, uh, out of dot cards, uh, dot com. And we uh, we cover a lot of stuff right now. Actually, uh, if you're interested in other additional card games, we've expanded to covering uh, Legends of Rutanara, uh, Mythgard, even a bit of uh, Magic the Gathering. Um, so we, we've been expanding with the team. Uh, my stuff you can find in the Hearthstone section under the Lord Guides. I've been uh, writing them for over a year and a half now, so we have a decent backlog of stuff. Um, working on, I'm going to be updating my old gods one pretty soon. Cause I wrote that one quite some time ago, but now we have new minions from, Oh, Oh, here, here's where this one fits in. And here's where that one fits in. So, uh, if you want to be able to catch up on the old God stuff before we get around to having our next uh, episode on this in however many weeks, then check out my, uh, guide on the old guys it, it actually initially needed to be a two-parter before we merged it together it's that long <laughs> um, and and will be expanded in the near future whenever i get around to it um so that's one that i definitely recommend people look at i might end i might be uh working on a couple of other types of projects mike and i have been talking about maybe doing together uh so we'll see how all of that goes i'm not super social media active or anything so that's probably the main spot and if you're in the discord uh, i love it when people ping me to ask me lore questions so if uh, all of you people in the born to be discord feel free to use uh you know use that at uh lore master goliath the dwarf if you have any questions I love answering that type of stuff. So feel free to reach out to me that way as well. Very cool. Very cool. 
Uh, Mike, where can people find you? Yes, sir. All right. You guys can find me on Twitter at MikeLoTV. Basically, all my socials, MikeLoTV. Uh, catch me on Twitch. I uh, love to stream Hearthstone. I am a uh, Jack Harris approved wild streamer. Uh, <laughs> I am one of Slissa's favorite raid targets. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and um, I also get watched by Pizza TCG. So come check your boy out. <laughs> some that's some that's some good work, Mike. You are a smooth. Well, like you're leading off a list of potentials for a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I love to interview. My resume is is, is like uh, impeccable. Like it, it's so immaculate. I can't think of words to even describe it. Like mm. <laughs> <laughs> beauty, beauty. All right, Hydra. Where can people find you? Well, you can always find me here uh, when we do our regular scheduled shows, which is most of the time on Friday evenings at six p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific time, unless we're doing some sort of crazy ten and a half hour long show on, <laughs> either <laughs> on Saturday or you know here. into the wee hours of the morning. Uh, and you can also find me in our Discord, which I encourage everybody to join. If you're not already in there, we have a lot of good conversations about deck building, about just just anything talking about family. Just whatever. It's it's a good community just to be in there and 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 chat. It, it's really building, and we got a good core community. So, yep, it, yep. it's really nice. You can also catch me on Twitch and Twitter at Hydralisk underscore HS. Cool, cool. All right. As for me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nate Wolf TCG. It's N A T E W O L F E T C G. Uh, more importantly, you can find the show and everything related at borntobewildhs.com. Again, it's borntobewildhs, as in hearthstone.com. Do not forget the HS or you will be <laughs> in for a surprise and uh, not a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, the HS does not stand for healthy stuff. Please. <laughs> <laughs> more uh, like, uh, never mind, I won't say it. <laughs> uh, if you go to our website, you will find... Um, all of our podcast episodes are there. There's also links to the different uh, podcast apps that you can listen to the show through. Uh, there's links to our YouTube and all of our YouTube content, um, a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, one thing I would recommend, if you visit the website, look at our contact page, the ways that you can find us. And there is a link there to our Discord. Uh, we've got a really active wild community on the Discord. There's... Um, you know, you name it, it's, it really has turned into a big community. There's deck lists, and that's just part of it. But there's uh, there's jokes, there's funny usernames, there's stories, there's pictures of uh, my cats and Mike's dog. And, uh, <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> we, you know, we, we have a lot of fun. We really do. It's a... Uh, um, it's, it's just a blast to kind of hanging out with everybody. And so... Um, hey, real quick. Your your cats are pretty like like cool like was that a picture one time the cat was drinking water out the sink like this like upside down yep <laughs> you, like, you, you turn the sink on in front of my cat like she is out of there like <laughs> yeah not happening oh that's funny yeah no they uh they're they're pretty chill cats uh if you if you want to mm-hmm. see my cats you need to join our Discord <laughs> yep join now <laughs> <laughs> all it's right. Worth it. 
Yeah, it's um. So yeah, no, no. That's it's it's been a, a really fun place. So if you guys are interested in interacting with us at all, I, the the Discord is what I recommend, especially right now with all these new. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of uh, curate a whole bunch of uh, deck lists and stuff as well. So as we see people playing decks, there's a handful of stuff. Some of it's competitive, some of it's uh, just fun, and some of it's somewhere in between. And we'll post all that stuff as well. And and uh, mostly just hanging out with uh, some pretty cool people. So, mm-hmm. all right, and now the part that uh, y'all have been waiting for. And now, unrelated advice with Nate Wolf. All right, all right. Question for you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, this is uh, something a little bit different, a fair-related question. So with COVID, it probably has been a long time since you've gone to the fair. But when you go to the local fair, what is the best uh, attraction, ride, game, or food? Like, what do you go to first? Mike, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you first. Okay. Um, all right. So my favorite food is going to be, uh, is it fried dough? Yeah, with the confectionate sugar on top, lots of it because I shouldn't have it, and it looks really pretty and it tastes good. Yeah, mm-hmm. funnel um, cakes. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, let me get let me get two hot funnel cakes. Right. Yeah, funnel cake extra confectionate. Yeah, don't mess around, man. <laughs> uh, as far as rides, I guess when I was younger and smaller, not as six four and huge, uh, I like the the inflated slide. Go down real quick, because I'm I'm like I was never like the fair. I live in a small state in a small town, so the fair is like these little rinky dink rides like Revolve. (laughs) When I saw Revolve, I was like, "That's that's my home state. That's the whole state." So yeah. (laughs) Oh god, that's really funny. All right, Hydra. What about you? Okay, so where I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, we have something called the P&E. It's the Pacific National Exhibition. Um, and it happens every single year at a place that we have called Playland. And Playland is like heaven for people who love fairs and rides and stuff. Like, it has everything. Even uh, if you want to... Like, they have bands that come and play every single weekend like the biggest people from like around the world come and play there it's, it's this big thing that happens during the summer months of in in vancouver but my favorite thing is the crappy old roller coaster that they have that is what are those all wooden old roller coasters oh, oh hell no and so it looks this- like a dark moon this thing, yeah, they still have it, and it's been around for decades and decades and decades and decades and decades. Like it's there forever, and so you go in, and all it is is just the little bar that kind of comes down, like on top of you. And like, yeah, I've been on roller coasters where you got the big loops and all that stuff. Where yeah, you got your shoulder pads down and everything, but the wooden roller coaster, this thing is rickety. And it's fast. When you go around the corner, like you slide across the bench to the far <laughs> side. And then the next corner, you slide all the way to the other end. My wife won't go on it. I don't blame her. <laughs> I, brought my, I brought my kid on it the first time he was tall enough. Like he was like just like not even like half an inch tall enough to finally get on it. And then we were just like <laughs> laughing our butts off sliding back and forth going on this thing. And my wife's like fearing for our lives. 
it, it, they call it coaster. Its name is coaster. And <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's good. Like, like you, you're going down the tracks, and you can see like the nails that are popping out oh on like. Oh yeah, no, this thing is amazing. Oh, oh like absolutely. the game board in Hearthstone, you put it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they have all the modern rides and everything here, right? Like, like it's it, but that one's the best one, just because it's there and it's great. And someone run my goblins. You know, the yeah. funny thing is, we, so at, at when I was in California, we went to Six Flags Magic Mountain, and the, uh, yeah, no, there was like the big wooden roller coaster that was like all super rickety, man. And what was it called? I think it was Colossus. I think it was Colossus. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, <laughs> Goliath. What about what about you? What do you like at the? Okay. What do you do at the? So, fair? so I've uh, I've only been to fair twice in my life that I can remember really little back when I lived in Maryland, it was a county fair and naturally everything was huge to me then. And then many, many, maybe like 10 years ago, I can't remember. I was in a summer art class and they had us enter some of our projects at the fair. So I went to see that when a few rides, um, I will say that I, my experience with bumper cars really made me think that I would never be a good driver. I was probably in my early, in my like pre-teens thinking about driving someday. It took me a while to realize that it, the bumper cars do not handle like actual cars do. Um, But I'd say that like, you know, there's the rides and everything. And I'd say among those, my favorite is kind of like the, the themed obstacle course type of things. Kind of like what you were talking about, Mike, with the little uh, slide type of stuff and just kind of, Mm -hmm. kind of versions of that. Um, but I strongly recommend uh, going into, you know, like have, have your fun with the rides and get the overpriced food. If you like that sort of thing, I guess. But, uh, I strongly recommend stopping into wherever the craft section is, uh, because you can see some amazing pieces of unique artwork, uh, depending on the type of fair, of course, um, do all sorts of people. When I went in, there were like, advanced lego things that people had made there were uh you know sculptures there were there was wooden stuff uh there was uh like you know just like ink paintings and everything like just this amazing uh collection of different types of art that people made you know some have red ribbon some have blue ribbon some have the big fancy purple first place ribbon that they got and it's 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 just an it's an underrated aspect of fairs that i really strongly recommend people check out hmm. cool uh this, oh my goodness uh, this roller coaster yo, I, oh my yo. god i'm looking at the picture is, right now and i'm sorry you guys hold on hold on i'm watching the video on. the video looks crazy this is uh, there's a video <laughs> yeah, if yeah you scroll, if down. scroll down what are you guys looking at oh my goodness i'm gonna post the link in chat <laughs> I'd rather be at. The well, I think I thought fair. I put it in. This chat. looks scary. The video, the YouTube. Oh, link. the video link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, uh... you read the description. It's like the ride isn't safe. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I, I can't. I can't. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, I see I what it. you're talking about. Yeah. Hydra, I get why your wife was freaked out. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. You guys. It sounds so rickety just going up at the beginning. <laughs> okay, normally I wouldn't do this, but but look at the, okay, look at this. You know this this thing looks like it's caught fire oh, and yeah. burned down, and this yeah, is what's left picture. over. <laughs> 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 what 
What's left over? <laughs> <laughs> and you let your kid on this, and you didn't get arrested. <laughs> we were on so together. Scary. I didn't put all, him on it alone. Now, your your kid was the uh, that new card that cast the secret of the three gnomes stacked in the trench coat, so that they only have to pay for one ticket, <laughs> and they're high enough to go on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, though the, there you can see in the background the nice, uh, a beautiful skyline of BC with the mountains and stuff, which is cool. That's a lovely view as you're tumbling to. Your- <laughs> Wildcard wild said, "This is what I make when I get drunk and play roller coaster tycoon." <laughs> hey, there you go. Wiser words were never spoken, and you heard that on Born to Be Wild. On a cool autumn evening By the hearth in the tavern I met up with a ranker He was at rank diamond three So we took turns staring At the flames in our collections I ordered up a pint of ale And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life out of climbing up ranked ladders Knowing what the decks were from the first cards people picked So if you don't mind my saying It seems your playing could be better For a taste of your ale there I'll coach you some pro tips So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Wanting up a funnel cake and offered me a bite And the tavern boomed with laughter And he gave me a nice smile Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You've got to know when to aggro Know when to combo Know when to play control Wanna just have fun You never count your rank stars when they have just one health There'll be time enough for counting When the game is done He said, every ranker knows That the secret to advancing Is knowing what's a mulligan And knowing what to keep Because curious decks are winners And mean decks they're the losers and the best that you can hope for is an 11-star winning streak. And when he finished speaking, he turned back to the fire, finished off his funnel cake and left to find a game. And somewhere in the tavern, the ranker he had legend, and never since I followed his advice most every day. You've got to know when to aggro. Know when to combo Know when to play control When to just have fun You never count your rank stars Even when they have just one health There'll be time enough for counting When the game is done You've got to know when to aggro Know when to combo Know when to play control when to just have fun, you never count your rank stars. Even when they have just one health, 
There'll be time enough for counting when the game is done. You've got to know when to aggro, know when to combo, know when to play control. When to just have fun, you never count your rank stars. Even when they have just one health, there'll be time enough for counting when the game is done.